Muffins! Y you know, the, the cracker things with chocolate on the underside. You know, they're a biscuit. Hello, and welcome to the Salacast on uh, the sec 22nd of December. It's getting close to Christmas, and this is the Crimble Classic 2011 podcast. Sort Indeed. Sort of. <laughs> Joining me, uh, Robert Kemp. Jingling. Jingling. <laughs> and Zachary Burgess. That shit wasn't rehearsed even slightly. What? No, it wasn't. That's correct. <laughs> Sargon. What do you mean? I don't understand. Well, my, it wasn't rehearsed. My festive biscuit intro. Oh, that bit. I had to get it just right. <laughs> and that you did. We're really running out of biscuits. What yeah. are you going to do? I don't know. Do I just know to, why we, gonna... we say the name of biscuit at the top of the no. podcast? <laughs> it it is remain, a mystery. It remain a mystery. Okay. We're going to have to... Just we may have to think of a new theme pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. And we're not going to last till March, I don't think, on, on the current theme. <laughs> That's true. Maybe. Well, well, a bit of New Year. Do we have to shift to hats or are we going to reserve that to your house? Nah, I think we can use hats probably because it's not often we're going to record at my place. So yeah, we're moving to hats in the new year. <laughs> News! <laughs> this just did get a hat. So yeah, we were going to uh, just do the Game of the Year podcast, but we decided to add an additional podcast in our relatively regularly timed slot because we've been playing so many games. Is that correct? <laughs> Pretty much. So, yeah. And because I talked about Skyrim forever, so we didn't have a chance to talk about the games that we had played last time. <laughs> That's true. To the point where we've slightly forgotten what games I was playing. Although I managed to rattle off most of them at the end of the last cast. Yeah. Like, in quick succession. Plus, I think you have some more... You, you were saying, it's like, I need to get some more Skyrim off my chest! Yeah. Exactly. So, more Skyrim coming up. But first... Da, 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 da. Robert Kemp. We go, no news now, because what news have we got? What news is that? You no. Well, the, some of the early Star games. Wars the, yeah, Star Wars came out. Yeah, woo. What? What about it? <laughs> you already played that. I was. You said you were going. I was considering it, but I, didn't, I never got the internet before. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess. Yeah, I, you kind of need the internet. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Possibly in future, we'll have to see if uh, any of our correspondents in the field, such as John Butler, have actually uh, started on tour. Yeah, but if you let him get ahead of you, you'll be screwed. <laughs> Well, he he yeah. gets to, like, level 70 or something. But he's, like, the levelling master anyway. He just sits there and levels constantly. Like, I'd never be able to power level like he can. He's been doing it for years. Yeah. And yes. Warcraft. It's probably the exact same process, I imagine, <laughs> in the Old Republic. Have they, they it's technically, like, smaller than Star Wars Galaxies as well, because they haven't got any of the space elements that Galaxies had. They they have a certain have, of, I'm sure they'll add that they in. They do yeah. have some kind of space element. I thought they supposedly a... it's really bad. Oh, okay. But Galaxies, sort of like galaxies. <laughs> galaxies didn't have it at first, and they had that they jump had, to light yeah. speed or whatever. Well, they had a, yeah, they had a, I mean, pretty expansion. much the entire thing got changed halfway through yeah. to something fairly different. But, but it was never that great, was it? The well, no, the, well, the original was kind of flawed, and then, well, the whole game was flawed in the original, and then they changed it all, saying, also oh, everyone could become a Jedi, and it's like, wow, and then all the existing players got pissed off, because it's like, but we worked for this. But they yeah. didn't really, because it was sort of random. Now, was it? It's like only 1% of the population or something gets to be a Jedi. But in the Old Republic, you can just say, I want to be a Jedi, and you totally are, right? Well, it's just because Jedi is a class now. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like a toggle. You don't, be, you don't have another class and then, like, Jedi on top of that. Did Jedi you, bounty hunter. Did you hear about the fourth class in the Obsidian South Park RPG? Yes. <laughs> what was it? Wizard Power. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> it's just screwed. Anyway, so what other classes in Tor? There's... Tons, right? There's a bunch of this, what? Sith? I don't know. I've really heard of. Heard of there's them. like. All Jedi's. I know is like Siths and Jedi's, and then like bounty hunters. 
But within Sith and Jedi, you can be like a constable yeah, or, or a knight. Yeah, it's not really a different class. That's you be a hut. No. <laughs> <laughs> you just flump your way onto things. Well, they were complaining that you can't be a Rodian, right? Is that right? I think uh, Ryan was pissed off you couldn't be a Rodian. Okay. I think you can be... But apparently you can be a Chiss. <laughs> whatever the hell that... That's the Sith class. That's the Sith kind of race. Can you be a Wookiee? Surely you could be a Wookiee. I don't think so. Damn it. Oh, what? Droids? You could definitely be a Twi'lek. I don't know if you could be a droid. Wait, what were the... Who were the Twi'lek? The guys with the head tails or curls. Oh, two, yes, two I tails. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, preview I was seeing a video was Eurogamer and had an incredibly fat Twi'lek cloak. It's like Toby Gormler's I was going to say, the Twi'lek just a brand of Jedi? Because you no. you've got that Twi'lek Jedi... They can be Jedi, it doesn't mean they're all Jedi. Okay. Yeah, they're not. They're like, mo- none of the so Twi'leks in the... Like, Bib Fortuna, the guy, uh, Jabba the Hutt's like, servant dude, Yeah, he's not Jedi, is he? And he's a, oh, no, a Twi'lek. I was about to say, can you be like... Can, he dances, yeah. But does that mean that there's many forms of Jedi? So you've got like Twi'lek Jedi and... Well, Jedi, like, well, regular did you watch man. the Star Wars films? Oh, no, no, no. Where like Yoda yeah, and yeah. Twi'lek. And in the game, the game. Not in the fucking <laughs> actual universe. Yeah, you just explained to me there are two different <laughs> yeah. there's like, but, but, you know, can, can, does that mean your Jedi options are slightly more expanded? Wookiee Jedi, fuck yeah. No, I think you're. I think you're right. Ewok Jedi. <laughs> I think there's a specific pool of races for like Jedi or Sith, and you can't. But the weird thing is that as a Jedi, you can get dark side points, so you could. And Mix as a, it up. as a Sith, you can be good. Can I be a fence yeah. Jedi? That's a bit weird. No, but apparently, it's really bad. It's like if you're not maxing it out, you're not giving you the best equipment. So okay. why would you not ever not max it out? Is it a bit like the, the Guild Wars problem. system where if you don't like max level out like a certain couple of stats and like yeah. fuck all the others, then yeah. So it's a bit. Awkward. I never really liked systems like that, but I don't know how else you could do it. Is the problem? I mean, Star Wars is probably the universe where it makes most sense. Yeah. Uh, you know, do you remember their like equivalents in like Jade Empire? Way of the closed fist and yeah. way of the open palm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In other words, light side and dark side, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, Punching or caressing. Was <laughs> it Renegade and uh, Paragon? Yeah. But they've retooled that so that uh, Renegade doesn't mean evil. It just means badass. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. Whereas Paragon means softy, softy, dance around the issue, pad, pad. I want to see how that works, Paragon, in... in Because uh, I always play female Shepherd, but uh, and mm. it kind of makes sense when she like gives people hugs and stuff. But, like... Badass do, female do, Shepherd. But, Dude, dude, Shepard, does he hug people? Presumably he does. It must be the same animation. Yeah, I think so, if you're playing. It depends on the circumstances. when you hugged people. There's definitely a paradigm on the Citadel where you hug hug somebody. Yeah, there's there's some hugging going on. Especially with what's her face, like, your your male reading lady in Mass Effect 2. She hugs everyone. Oh, yeah. She hugs everyone. Because that's her weird, like, secondary yeah. job of, like, ship's counsellor or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's unusual for Shepard himself. I'm pretty sure there's a tirely hug if you're, like, going for that story, that, that romance line. Yeah. Well, yeah. But that's where it ends. That's different to... That's different. Just casual hug. To just paradox pull the dude on dude. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's any, like, storylines where, like, Shepard just walks up to a Krogan and goes, come here, come here, good guy. <laughs> there might be. Hug it should be. Hug it awesome. <laughs> There might be, because that would be kind of, that's one of those kind of, kind of like, that's probably super offensive to Krogans or something, and they'll probably respect him for trying it. Because <laughs> yeah. that's the kind of stupid shit that <laughs> this kind of universe. It'd be like, Shepard. 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 <laughs> so yeah, that's the news. 
Steam sale news. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Out of news. Steam sale. The Steam holiday sale has begun, and so far it's shit. <laughs> yeah. Have you got anything yet? No. Uh, I'll be honest. I did pick up Duke Nukem out of curiosity. Oh, oh, oh my god. What the fuck? How much was that shit? Three pounds. Uh, <laughs> still not cheap enough. <laughs> Oh cheaper than the monkeys. But you shouldn't give them money for that. Oh dear. I, I don't feel bad for giving them three pounds. Uh, I bought the F1 game this afternoon because it was like half price and I was like, well, that's it's supposed to be really, really good. good. Yeah, well, it, I don't think it'll be as good. Like, it's not I think, Dirt 3 good, but it's good. Yeah, exactly. And it, the presentation looks a bit off, especially compared to Dirt 3, but the actual racing looks pretty cool. And I haven't played a proper track racing game for quite a while, so kind of looking forward to it. And an F1 game I haven't played since like Grand Prix 3 or something by <laughs> Jeff Crammond. I don't think there has been a good one since then, if you don't count these ones. Uh, one of Bizarre's early ones on the PlayStation 1 was pretty good. Oh, right, okay. You know, how Bizarre made their name, basically. <laughs> oh, really? F197 or something. Was that like before MSR? Uh, yeah, oh, right, miles okay. before. I still consider MSR like their, 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 get, breakthrough. their breakthrough. Yeah, yeah. No, they did so. a good job of that. It was the first one, I think, to have all the BBC-style oh, right, screen graphics, du- graphics yeah. and things. Well, this looks pretty good, uh, so I'm kind of looking forward to that. It's only, yeah, it was cheap because of the sale. Mm. That's the one thing I've got so far. Uh, and I didn't technically buy anything in the sale. I bought the, the, the like, Humble Indie Bundle number four. Humble Indie Bundle number four! I, I was thinking about buying Cave Story Plus, but it was not cheap enough. And I was like, I'll wait for this to come down. And then it was in the humble bundle. And I, it was like, it was, it is the thing where you, it's like, that's one of the things you get if you pay above average, but the average was only like $5. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, so it's not so bad. <laughs> I see. Okay. So I cheat them out as much as possible. Yeah. So go for that. Seriously. <laughs> well, it's, 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 always it, buy the humble indie bundle. Well, it became improved last night when they updated it to include basically if you pay more than average, you also got everything that was in the third bundle. Yeah, which is good. But, uh, you know, I'm sort of tempted, but at the same time, I've got, I don't think I'll ever get around to playing it. I still haven't got around to some of the indie games I bought in the Steam sale last year. No, I have not. <laughs> so it's, uh... But uh, also another good thing about the, the indie bundle was you also get the soundtrack. Oh, that's cool. So it's like, sweet, meat boy soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, no, that is good. <laughs> Obviously. And it's also, it's not just the it's not just the game music for me. Boy, there's extras, Ooh, like fan remix. Yeah, like remixes and like music that they didn't use. And then the last track is Acapella. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> completely that, retarded. That might be reason to buy this on its own. <laughs> it's not that great. He's really bad at it. <laughs> there's one guy who made all the music. He's not good at Acapella. Because <laughs> the Humble Indie Bundle isn't available via Steam, though, is it? Yeah, yes. it is. Oh, is it? Basically, well, you buy it, you don't buy it in Steam, you buy it on their website, but then it just makes Steam codes. Oh, I see. So you just put the code oh, in and it cool. unlocks everything. So, so for games you already have, you still have a gift key? And no. Like that. Unfortunately. Oh. Oh. It, just, it generates a bundled code, which applies, you know, it just has everything, so you don't have to enter, like, 20 goddamn codes. <laughs> but then because it it's doesn't... bundled together, it doesn't generate multiples. That's a bit of a shame that it doesn't pull it up, but... I suppose at the same time, I suppose that's against the point, you know. They <laughs> You're getting more, a lot anyway. And they want more people to buy it for charity, so, you know, I think I can forgive them. Yeah. Purely because of the charity reads. If it was any other bundle, I'd be pissed. Give all your money to charity. You can use those sliders. Sliders? Yeah, they have sliders, so you can choose what proportion of money goes to, like, game developers, or the people who run the humble indie site, or charity. You just shift them around pointlessly. <laughs> like, 1P of developers. <laughs> 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 what did you do? How did you min-max that? No, I, sort of, <laughs> I sort of went semi-average, but less to the humble indie people and slightly more to charity. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. So yeah. Well, there's the, there are the other elements of the Steam side. We've got the, the stupid gift pile thing. Which is, which is even harder core than the previous sort of like achievement systems well, they had. Well, it's just because they're, this time they're, de- they're definitely putting pretty much every achievement is going to be in one of the games that's in the sale. <laughs> and a lot of those we don't there's, already there's, have there's a, because yeah. it's all, they're all shit games yeah, so far that we don't want. Yeah, a lot of the sale has been bizarre, like, outside mainstream games, haven't they? They've not even been indie, most of them. They're sort of the, that weird... Outlier set of PC games, like that, shit developers. That, yeah, that you never hear about and never want to hear about. <laughs> it's like the PS2 Gunf era <laughs> is happening on Steam right now. Mm. Yeah, yeah th- those were the days. <laughs> sort of strange Eastern European developers and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, there's a problem with that. I mean, they come at the occasion. Uh, yeah, yeah, every now and then there's a tittle or something. Yeah, exactly. Every now and then there's something punches. Like Mountain Blade, for instance, was supposed to be pretty awesome in its own way. I'm not sure I believe them, but you know, it's, sure. it's, uh, it was supposed to be good, and that came completely out of left field from one of these middle ground ones. And some people talk about, what was it, Sniper, or something that I think came out at the, near the start of this year being okay. Oh, right. you know, not groundbreaking, but not exactly a bad game by any stretch. And that was like half-price release and all that stuff. So it's, uh... What was that shooter again that looked really awesome and was kind of from people that used to be on the Bulletstorm people? Oh, uh, Hard gun. Reset. Yeah, Hard Reset, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, there is some news about that, actually. Like, um, after the PC version did reasonably well yeah. for them, they're releasing a console full retail release All right. with like a, a lot more extra content than the PC version. <laughs> what is unknown at this point is whether or not the PC version will then get that content. Yeah. Um... Which is a bit that might be weird. right, but yeah, it's nice. To, it's nice to learn they've done well for themselves from it. It's, it's pretty cool to see like retro doing well every now and then. Yeah, <laughs> even <laughs> though it's, even though it's like new retro. Yeah. Um, other news, although I haven't played it yet, I'm probably almost certainly going to pick this up. Sonic CD is awesome. Yeah, it's I, like it's getting ridiculous reviews. I read into why. Yeah, um, why? Because Sega didn't just listen to the fans. They fucking hired one who well, had written an emulation engine that does it better than the Mega CD ever did. Well, it's not so much that they... It, it, you can't really praise Sega for that, because it's more like he'd already made this and Sega just bought it. No, but that's... I, that's, that's, I call that humility. Well, it's a, good, it's a good business plan for them. It's like, if they tried to port it, they probably would have done a bad job. And someone had already conveniently ported it well, so they were like, how handy, we can make Yeah, I know, but it's, uh, I, I feel that it's not like... I think that's a good way of doing it, because if, if you were to take it from the other side, if Nintendo were to come across this, they'd yeah. just shut it down. They wouldn't give a toss whether or not it was good or not. They'd kill it yeah, immediately. True. Sega, on the other hand, know that Sonic's been struggling, and as I say, for the last year or so, they've actually been listening and produced, well, two or three pretty good Sonic games, just out the bat. And they've got as far now actually hire some guy who had done it better and just sort of admit the fact that it's like, actually, better than using our emulation technology, let's use yours. Yeah. I'm not, it's like... What is he going to do now? <laughs> like they well, find no, no. this guy. Well, like... In theory, this engine he's built could be used for any other like retro update that they do, rather than the sort kind of, of but... rather than the ridiculous. What's so great about it then. It just well, runs it around. runs. He just rewrote it from base up, basically, and Brilliant. then wrote. copied the physics. Wrote. <laughs> Remake. <Wrote. laughs> no, yeah, he uh, yeah he basically sort of changed it so uh, it ran. It runs better than the Mega CD version ever did, which is probably not surprising, but it runs with the accuracy that the original was supposed to have. So, 
because of failings of the Mega CD hardware, there were certain frame rate hitches, for instance, in the game. But that, uh, but the way he's written this emulator, instead of emulating those hitches, which most emulators do, yeah. he's manages to get round it. But the, at the same time, not losing anything. On top of that, they've gone to the effort of actually fixing bugs that were in the original game. So they've Sweet. improved like some of the dodgy collision detection, apparently. And not that I remember there being any. Well, the whole but game it's... was kind of dodgy. Okay. <laughs> like, everything about the physics in Sonic CD was kind of totally weird well, from was, a Sonic perspective. Well, it was Sonic 1-based, wasn't it? Because it was, it was developed at the same time as Sonic 2. Yeah. By and, an American team, right? Uh, no, Sonic CD was the Japanese team. Yuji Naka went oh. to America to dev Sonic 2. Oh, right. Um, so this was... Um, I think it was Sonic's designer, not Yuji Naka, who was like the creator of Sonic as a character. He went to Sonic 2, I think, and then the the original sort of lead dev on Sonic 1 carried on with Sonic CD in Japan, and the two were dev in tandem, which is why Sonic CD looks like Sonic 1 right. in terms of how Sonic animates and stuff, apart from his infinity feet. <laughs> and uh, while Sonic 2 has that slightly chunkier feel to it and the slightly simpler um, design... Mm. Uh, it's an, yeah, it's an interesting story. But I, I just love the fact they've come out and better than that. It's at four hundred Microsoft points, mm-hmm. which is like you know for a complete ground up remake with both soundtracks, with uh, both Japanese and American, and you're right with lyrics missing yeah. in some of the tracks, which is a bit irritating um, for like the diehards, I suppose. And it's supposed to be amazing, you know, like a proper die hardcore platformer that you can choose not to play that hardcore if you don't want to. Well, the trouble is, like, I watched the Giant Ball Quick Look of it, and he, basically he plays, like, two or three levels and completely fails to time travel once. Mm. Like, you're not even showing this game. Yeah. <laughs> you're missing one of the key aspects of it's it. like, if you're not showing the time travel, you're not actually showing this game. You're just showing a really bad platformer because it's not actually a very, like... It's not a song. He, he's just like running to the right, and yeah, it's like that's not what this game is about. No, no, no. It's an actual <laughs> platformer, which is unusual. In it's like platforming and exploration, and like having to work your way through levels, not just in one direction. Yeah, like the early Sonic games all were, with the possible exception of like three onwards. Yeah. So it's like you're not even showing this game, <laughs> but I guess they were. He was talking a lot at the same time about like the history of it, so I guess that makes up for it somewhat. Yeah, no, I think it's cool. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, I don't know. I think it's a, tr- a bit of a triumph, really. You know how we, how we like to sort of lord over Sonic success stories. They're, they're few and far between, except for the last year where there's been a lot of them. Who'd have thought? Sort of. Apart yeah. from the complete lack of Sonic Four Episode Two. <laughs> yeah, seriously, what the fuck? <laughs> Would you rather have that or more generations, though? To be honest. Yeah, true. I'd have more generations, yeah. but. You need, but, you need some generations, which you're going to. Uh, you're yeah. going to get it regardless well, already, of how low it goes. It's already 25% off yeah, on the Steam sale, making it a pretty much unmissable £15. Except if that means if Sega are already in on the sale at some amount, it may turn up as a deal. I, I mean, I'm a doubting it, deal. but you know, it might go down as low as a tenner. I don't reckon it'll go any lower than that, but. Never know. You never know. I might as well wait. Uh, like, hang out, hang around until January 2nd, and if it's still not there, yeah. just buy it anyway. Yeah. Is it first? I thought it was second on the... Yeah, I thought it was, but it's not, <laughs> apparently. Watch it says first now on the front page. Oh, okay. okay, I'm sure it said second. They must have changed yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they didn't have enough deals for the last day or something. Well, the vouchers say second, don't they? Yeah. Oh, like... no, you're right. Yeah, they kick in on the second. Yeah, so it must end on the first. Yeah. Yeah, that makes it. All right. Uh, yeah, and there's the other... Like, you get coal as well. Like, like there's a stupid system where when you get an achievement in the thing, you, you don't just get an entry into the... The Steam Epic draw now. You get 
like you, you can actually win a gift of some kind when you do that, and it's completely random. Well, but, as far as we know, yeah. And those gifts can be anything from vouchers, which you get given as like thirty-three uh, percent off the Valve pack or something voucher, as just for taking part, like in the first achievement, um, which I think was to visit your gift pile. Um, and then you get these coal things, which you can like, but if you get like a coal instead of an actual gift, if you get seven of them, you can choose to craft them into a gift of some kind, which is again, completely random, but then you lose your seven entries into the epic draw. Um, or you can keep the, just keep the coal <laughs> and attempt to win everything on Steam. <laughs> everything. Yeah. I don't think it's worth it. No. No, I'd probably just go for the gift. Yeah. Even though you don't know what the gifts are. It would be really convenient. Because it's like last time with the summer thing, I could, it was like, oh, look, Space Game DLC, I can actually, that's something I want. Yeah. And I know that it's there, so I can actually get it. Yeah, you don't know what's in the gift pile this time. We don't know if well, that voucher... As far as we can tell. We don't know if that voucher was just a one-off, or if like other vouchers are actually on the... Yeah. In the, in the pile, or if all the gifts are actually just games of, of some kind. It's like, are we even going to be able to get seven achievements? Well, Yeah. Maybe, well, assuming there's going to be one a day that's the, like, Steam achievement style ones where it's like, go to your... Well, they've already <laughs> skipped a day on that, haven't they? There was one, the, the second day of oh, the uh, yeah, I guess that was, that was Spiral Night, which is free to play, so I guess that sort of in the, that sort of counts in that category. Yeah, it's not as easy though. No, <laughs> it requires effort. And then going to snowball mode or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, it's that, like, the PvP arena thing. That they put oh, in the last batch of Spiral Knight. The new edition, yeah, okay. Presumably that's been festivised. <laughs> Speaking of Sonic Generations, <laughs> the DLC is coming to Steam and PC. The one DLC. Well, about. the one DLC we know about, yeah. What is that? Which is the A Pimple Table. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Because the Casino Night, Night Zone. That's cool. Which is already in the code, they're just unlocking the ability to use it for one pound something. That's a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> that's one pound for a pimple table. Yeah, but one pound, not an actual when have, level. When have you ever seen like full price one pound DLC in anything before, apart from Railworks and and, and, and and maybe like Magicka? <laughs> the horse armor was like eight hundred points or something. Was it? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. ridiculous. No, <laughs> just to make your like horse into a into a gleaming. <laughs> They glowing be... sun orb of horse. They won't be doing that with Skyrim, that's for sure. <laughs> no more horse armor. No. Because no one wants horses. <laughs> no. Fuck horses. Was, I'm sure there was some... Oh, Vita in Japan is out. Yeah. And oh, people it's out. have been reviewing it. Oh, And it's it like... Well, technically incredibly impressive in terms of the horsepower and in terms of the sound quality. As a portable device, though, it seems to suffer from most of the problems that 3DS does. Namely, battery life is... Co- Completely awful. Fairly obvious, right? Well, I know, like, for that much power, I suppose it's right, but they've gone to, they've even gone to the point of, like, not allowing you into the, like, doing an app or not letting you into the battery and things like that, so you can't even improve it, like, upgrade it like Sony offered later on, yeah, when the tech got better. Yeah. To make better batteries, so you can't upgrade your battery. Um, on gameplay, literally only three hours, which, in fairness, is a step up from the original PSP. (laughs) <laughs> which was like barely two if you're lucky yeah. um, so you know kudos for that I guess it's not it's okay I mean it's, ter- it's not great no it's not but it's not you know it's no DS it's 10 hours is it no it's true and even the 3DS doesn't do that and the 3DS isn't much better it's just over three hours in full on gameplay mm. so you know they both kind of suck for battery life which is a shame which isn't yet another sort of argument for mobile 
platforms like iPad and iOS mm. sort of tr- taking over a little bit. Uh, also, some people have been a little bit confused about how some of the interface works because the uh, the main screen is entirely touchpad. There's no like button controls for navigating the menus and things. None. Right. It's entirely touch based. Uh, the inbuilt browser is shit because it's Sony. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they somehow haven't bothered to just I don't know. Why don't we talk to Mozilla or something and get their browser? <laughs> Wouldn't that be a great idea? Or even Opera. Come on. Opera's the one on the DS, isn't it? Yeah. It's the one Nintendo like. Fair enough. Um, probably because Opera need money. <laughs> um, you know, even that. You know, just don't use your own, Sony. You're stupid. Uh, yeah, what else we got? YouTube came out on Xbox. Oh, yeah. that Which is isn't a great implementation. Good. Yes, it's nice I can watch YouTube on my Xbox, but, you know, hell, you need voice search and just make little things easier. Like, why do I have to watch a video to get to the related list for that video or the other stuff made by that thing. I have to be in a video to get to that list. I can't watch a video and then when it's over, go to the list to see, okay, what's related to this? What can I view? Like the actual website does with the nice overlay over the video thing. Yes. They make better every iteration they do. Um, It's like, where's that? And you know, it's worse than that. It just dumps you straight back to the last menu you're in when the video ends. So in order to get back to that list, you have to start the video again. And then look at that list. Yeah. And if you're in a related video that you're watching, when that video ends, it doesn't dump you back to that list either. Or even a new list. No, it dumps you back to the... It starts playing the last video that you watched. Mm. It's utterly bizarre. It's quite strange. Yeah. It's It's, not good. It's a bit of a strange system. I haven't figured out how to get to my subscriber list. So if I'm a subscriber to certain channels, I don't know how to get there. If I go to a certain channel... I don't think I can see the entire listing for that channel. I can see like the first so many in the listing because it's in that stupid in video menu. Mm. Um, however, on the other side, the voice control works quite nice. Except well, you can't do voice search. There was the other problem with it though, where it doesn't, where <coughs> the sorting doesn't seem to sort. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like sort by most recently uploaded. Seems to do fucking nothing at all. It's like, here's one three months ago. No, no, no. What about the one that's next to it that says, like, a day ago? Shouldn't that come first? Yep. Rubbish. Mm. It's a shame, because it kind of looks nice and metro-y. Yeah, but it's a nice design. It's just terrible. It's just the actual layout is bad. And, yeah. Work on it, bitches. So, yeah. It's it's a good feature, because it's it's a hell of a lot better than what the PlayStation has. Mm. Um, uh, Yeah, 4OD apparently launched, although I haven't had a chance to check that out. So you can do 4OD on your Xbox now, which is awesome. Demand 5 has also come out, so we can check that out at some point. But you don't need that anymore, because you've got an actual TV. Yeah, holy crap. Well, I suppose <laughs> this is the biggest news, but I was trying not to say, I have TV! Yeah, yeah. I have fucking Sky. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I, I can thing? watch adverts. <laughs> Woo! And, and Stephen Fry's face in full HD! <laughs> and that's the news. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I think I've run out now. Okay, like... Uh, what do we plan? Let's go with, uh, let's go with Rob. Super drink drinker. 2009. <laughs> Super drink drinker. <clears throat> As I delicately try and put that down to, to re- reduce the risk of, just like this, boom! Uh, yeah, I've been playing L.A. Noire. Bling, bling, bling. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> As yeah. every time that sting of music it's comes like, on, you mother! 
There goes my five star rating, bitches. It's more controller smashing than than you'd think. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, I both love it and hate it yeah. simultaneously. Yeah. For everything that's great about it, there's something I really dislike yeah. about it. I don't mind actually just driving around the city going it's from place nice. to place. That's okay. You know, I didn't have so much of a problem with that. Um, okay, first floor though. So when you're driving around, there's nothing those... nice about it. <laughs> no, I said I like the driving. Oh, cool. There we go. Okay, there we go. We got one. That's uh... what I'm going to try and do a one up, one down. Situation. Okay. All right. First floor. Uh, first floor. Uh, I, I like the driving around the city. Yes, it doesn't look as good. Wait, that's a floor. Shit. It what? doesn't look. As good. It doesn't look quite as good as the other GTA games. That's yeah. What said. It's quite. Okay. You know, it's, it's quite plain. Although it's a bit odd when you go back because, like, I think fidelity wise, it is actually better, like graphically. In, but the actual city isn't as inspired because it's actually the real Los Angeles, and Los Angeles is quite a boring city. Yeah, it's just rows of rows of houses. It's like, yeah, it's, it, yeah. The graphics too <coughs> obviously isn't as hot as GTA Four. Not even like that. It looks. It just. Yeah. As I, say, I know what you mean. It looks. I love the styling mm. of how things. They they seem to have got the feel. Yeah. Right, but the aesthetic of the city is just plain. It is a and bit it's, plain. Um, plus, plus, plain it's, plus there are some seriously out. annoying road routes in places. Yeah, there are. To, like, do some annoying curvy roundy bits. Unfortunately. And, yeah. And Although, then, even though the majority of cities are grid, every now and then the game sort of seems to want you taking you to the irritating places. <laughs> and it's like, damn you! And the cars, other cars on the road are a bit douchey compared to GTA. Yeah, they do, they do cut you up like yeah. bastards. You're, you're trying to drive like a regular citizen. Yeah. Like, actually drive properly and the douches in the like, front lane. Yeah, that are in the left hand lane, make right hand turns. You're like, fuck oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god! And the brakes on those old cars. I love the squeakiness of the brakes in <laughs> yeah. LA Noir. <laughs> you hear constantly, but it's like, you have to kind of brake quite early in LA Noir, because those cars don't have very good no, brakes. They, 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 <laughs> no, they don't. I, I learned that one the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> Taking out a few buildings. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, yeah, so, it was alright. I quite like the, uh, the concept of the street crimeness. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah. I, I just... It's a cool concept, but I, I just ignored it almost from the get-go. Well, the, I mean, I, I quite they are like, all I quite like them. They're kind of they're action orientated, aren't they? Most of them, yeah, they are. Um, and, and I quite like, yeah, as I say, it's quite nice that they have their own sort of like video sequences. Um, annoyingly, I've got two flaws in those things. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> well, like, they're not my, great. My balance, system, my balance system is wearing out. It's like, yeah, I'm not entirely sure in some of them that I've done whether I've got the correct outcome or not, or whether I could have done it differently. Like, there's that dude, right, that one of the first ones you get, or yeah. I got, anyway, was this dude saying, they're beaming rays into my head or something. Oh, he's, right. wearing, he's gone mental and he's just beaten some guy to death with a baseball bat. Right. And he goes on a runner. So you chase him, and he gets on top of a building, uh, you chase him out there, and he jumps off. Oh. And it's like, was I supposed to have caught him somehow? Yeah. Or shot him or something? No, or I reckon that's just like the flavour. This is what the 1940s was like. Yeah. <laughs> or something. These crazy cosmic ray guys. These crazy dudes jumping up buildings. Yeah, and then you get this sort of like awkward scene where they put the body bag in the back of that's the like, thing and then you, they just sort of look... Well, shit. Yeah, shit. Yeah. But then, that seems to suggest that I've done it badly. But you don't get rated on it and you no. don't get it. It just says you've done it and it's like, I well, fine. okay, I don't know quite what I was meant to do. I suppose I didn't die, so that's fine. I think those There ones... are failure conditions in some, though, aren't they? Like, if the hostage is about to get killed mm. or something, then if the hostage gets killed, then you're in trouble. Yeah. Um, but I, it's a... I think generally they they always play out one yeah. way, really. Unlike the main story, which has all these permutations or whatever. Well, I mean cases. They yeah. they tend to be just set piece things, don't they? Those, uh, yeah. Well, they, they, sometimes they, they, like the game early on teaches you about the um, subdue by like 
um, warning shot. Yeah, it shoots thing, to the side or Which is awesome. It's cool. Uh, and I quite like the way it's done. But sometimes it's annoying where every now and then you'll get the odd mission where you can't do that. Like, you'll, you'll, you'll highlight your gun on them and you won't get the countdown thing. And it's like, oh, fuck, do I yeah. actually have to shoot him? Or, because there's no way of catching up to most people in those sequences. No, they they just kind of run just fast enough for you and never be able to reach them until they reach some event. Yeah. And, um, some scripted trigger. Yeah. And it's, so it's a bit frustrating to know sometimes quite, you know, you've tried it and then that guy, the guys run away because you've been trying to lock him with this like yeah, yeah. shot that you can't. You're like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> For some reason I can't do that here. Yeah, it's a bit arbitrary. It'd be nice. It's, and and yeah. also, yeah. And also it'd be nice if, it, you know, cause it's a warning shot. Why do I have to hover my cursor on him? Can't I just fire a shot that I know is going to miss? Cause he just, <laughs> cause Cole just points his gun into the into sky the anyway. Yeah. It's like, couldn't I have done that myself? I don't know. It's a bit. It's a nice idea. It's yeah. quite an odd implementation. It's, it's it a does weird... work when it works. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. Oh, I lo- yeah. as I say, I'm with you. I love the idea. Yeah. I just think they need to think of a better mechanic. Yeah. Um, I think that's true of the, almost the entire game. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and the other thing I have a, about the street crimes, so this was my original point that I was going to try and get to, is yeah. that the game sort of, they come over the radio, Yeah. and you accept them, only to then look at the map to find out where they are. And they can be fucking miles away. Yeah. It's like, it'd be lovely if it just told you about ones that are in your general vicinity. Yeah, that is a bit odd. And it's like, it just suddenly gives you one that's just completely in the opposite direction to, to where your case is happening. And it's like, I, no, I'm going to just not do this now. Yeah. Which is quite irritating. So, And you don't have enough time to look at the map when it's... Because you don't get the location of it until you accept it. Yeah, it doesn't tell so you. So you can't just have a. It, they tell you it over the radio, but dad, you're fucking gonna know where that is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I find that a bit irritating. And also, your icon on the map is tiny. Try to find the little white triangle yeah, yeah, on a map made of black and white. <laughs> it's kind of, where the fuck am I? There's no button to like center on yourself. It's not the best. No. Saying that, facial capture is amazing. So good. Amazing, yeah. Just need it's... to put that in every other game. I mean, they do make it fairly obvious, don't they? Like, telegraph the doubt face. Yeah, yeah. The, the, that's the acting face. rather than the text. It's like, where's, where's the shifty eyes? There's the shifty eyes. Well, no, it get, as you get on, like, that does... It gets harder. But, well, okay. yeah. Well, you don't get that. Because that slidey looking to the side thing is an instant giveaway yeah. uh, uh, that they teach you, basically, in the manual. Oh, Literally, yeah. it's like, the if they look yeah. to the side, they are like... But uh, they stop doing that oh. after, eventually. I have, a, I have an RTF to end. Uh, yeah, it's, it's only like one page in the manual, which is like a little handy guide to how yeah, to do cool. it. But yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it, that, that stuff is great. And we've said it before, we said it last time, there is a sort of weird disconnect between how the faces sort yeah. of attach to the bodies. And sometimes it's even, there are some seriously bizarre ones where someone's obviously got their head totally tilted to the side and then they turn it back to face the right direction. But there's absolutely no movement in the torso, not even yeah. like a little shuffle or a, a sway in the weight as the head moves. There's normally something, isn't there, that sort of like goes with it and the head just moves completely on its own. I'm sure if they had dynamo resources, they could have done that, uh, you know, not not performance, you know, uh, manually uh, uh, animated that. What do you call that when it's done not by motion capture but just by traditional animation? I don't it's know. Like, animate Whatever. It, yeah, traditionally <laughs> animate that. Yeah. I think it could have been done without it looking as dumb because some, some people say, oh, it's the contrast because you wouldn't normally notice that the that the animation was 
bad, was bad because, because it would have all been done yeah. by hand anyway. But I'm anyway. not sure. I think the hand animated stuff is bad in that game. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's great. Yeah, and so, the, and the, and the def- it's not amazing. It's not bad. It's not overall. Yeah, bad, bad, there's bad, some bits where you just... go, "Oh my god!" Especially in like the flashbacks in World War Two or something, where they actually have to do action scenes with these oh, characters, okay, yeah. and they just don't move right. And the, like, mo- the mocap wasn't great, I guess. I suppose that they must have mocapped a lot of the body stuff because most studios do. Rather but than did they? I don't know. I think they probably spent all their time, uh, you know, doing the face stuff. Uh, Maybe depends how much budget they had. I mean, it was Rockstar, so you know. Well, it wasn't Rockstar for a well, long time, well, but yeah, they did. Bondy was yeah. Rockstar, but yeah. But yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. I'm trying to think where I'm going with this now. What, I have what a... desk are you on? I'm still on traffic. Oh, cool. So you're um, really quite. Oh, early. Yeah, I'm still really bloody early. Yeah. Um, the story moves at a fair old clip at cool. the start, like, doesn't it? It's like it goes from like tiny, tiny little case. It's like that wasn't really a case. Yeah, and it's like, you stumbled in on. And then big title, next scene. Big title, next scene. Yeah. It does that for a while, which is kind of cool because it keeps it fresh. But you get yeah. a lot of those flashbacks that are at first like, what the fuck? What's going on? I don't know what's going on here. And of course you get that side story with the psychiatrist. Yeah, so um, you, that all eventually starts to tie up. Tie but up. yeah, at the, moment, at the start it's just like, okay, what's going on? Right, yeah. okay. Whatever. <laughs> Moving yeah, yeah. on. Whatever, yeah. Something <laughs> to do with the war or some shit. I don't know. Moving on. Uh, I've said it before as well. There's something about the way the at the atmosphere and the, just the sound of the game is done sounds old. Yeah. And, and I know that's it's intentional, but and it, but it's, it's nice. Like even yeah. the way, it, just the way the voice is captured doesn't sound super crisp like it would do in a modern game. There's a, yeah. like a ye oldy film. Well, not, not quite as old as the setting, yeah. but, you know, sort of slightly older than current tech feel, sound to it, which is nice, because it's so draws kind of you colours in. colours and lighting of everything is really nice. Yeah, as, as I said, the general aesthetic and the general <coughs> softness of it all, it's all quite soft, isn't it? Like, how the... You should try the um, the noir mode, like, you can... You can, you can black it, and white it, yeah. You can black and white it, but when you do that, it doesn't just make it grayscale, it actually changes the contrast to make it look like... Super contrasty. Yeah, well, yeah, more like an old film punchy. or something. It does look really good. Get a punchy, yeah. dramatic shot. So, yeah, it's quite fun to do that sometimes. Yeah, I did see that. That is pretty cool. Um, yeah. But the thing that winds me up most, I think, has to be the rating. I don't think it has yeah. any place in this game. Well, you could just ignore it. I think that's fair. Yeah, no, I am going to ignore yeah. it. I, it just, I just think it's irritating that it's there. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, it's like, they must have felt like, oh, this isn't a game. We, we need we replay need value. Put, we yeah. need to put you know, some kind of scoring into this thing. Yeah, I, I really don't think it needs it. I think it should like position itself more as an experience game like Heavy Rain does. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, than a... As a, as a as something with ratings or rankings, or anything. it just doesn't. No point and click adventures don't have don't rankings. Have ratings, or yeah. And this is more like a point and click adventure yeah. than anything Rockstar has put out. It's definitely worth ignoring those. Yeah, you have more fun that way anyway. It's yeah, it just winds me up because the, the case in point sometimes that there's there was one there's a hit and run case near the start of the game. I think it might be your first traffic disc. Thing. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I think that is the first traffic disc. Um, yeah, where some guy gets run over and it turns out to be sort of like a drunken tiff that ended in a stabbing because the wife was trying to spoiler alert uh, well, was first, yeah because yeah. yeah. the wife was like with some other guy and wanted to get away something like that because he was a rubbish card gambler blah blah blah, 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 blah. blah. but I didn't I sort of got enough evidence that I thought to, to sort of find out that it was the, the lady and the man's fault basically at the end of the day and to sort of chase that storyline I ended up not talking to the driver of the car 
because it wasn't relevant to the thing. And the game sort of eggs you on to a degree to say, let's go talk to these guys. We know it was them now. Let's let's do that. So I did it all, like, by the numbers. And then at the end of the case, it says, you should have talked to the driver. You let him get away. And it's like, no, 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 I would have done that after the important bit. Exactly. You know, get the, prioritizing fucking, it, get right? the actual fucking killer first and then sort out <coughs> the, the other guy's well, comparative misdemeanor. Because you kind of have to, even from a non-scoring uh like way of looking at it you kind of have to divine which are the less important ones and do those first just so that you get the maximum content yeah, exactly because yeah. you miss out on i suppose occasionally there might be clues and stuff that are in you know yeah. somebody got me thinking that even though it's not relevant to how i how i'd want to do the case then there we'll... may be clues elsewhere that yeah. unless i go pay attention to regardless of the flow of yeah. where the evidence is leading you to sometimes because but... you kind of if you're if you're invested in the in the story or in the case and the characters then you kind of think well there's a killer on the loose time is of the essence but in reality there is no time limit mm. so you really want to do things in reverse order of importance yeah and and it's almost like you've got to re- ignore then what the other characters are saying yeah which to me is like it's just not right if I'm embedded in the experience yeah then the experience is sort of be to try to you know get on with your partner have a good like you and partner relationship kind of you know just do it as you would in real life kind of thing so but you don't what do you think of the partners so far because you've got one one guy for you had the cop at the very start who seems alright but a little bit dumb and now you've got the sort of like veteran traffic guy who seems a bit like yeah <laughs> fed up with it all right so to speak he seems all right you but get you know a different I mean. uh a partner for each desk so yeah so yeah so i've only had those two so, crazy well. so yeah he, he's all right but you can tell he's like just get the job done type but sort of like <laughs> it kind of finds the whole situation funny yeah, yeah. but this is kind of what i like that it's subtle characterization it's not in your face is it it's like not he doesn't have to be like slapping you on the back, going "Ah, look at the dead guy!" Ah, yeah. It's, it's all subtle, which is yeah, you know, acting. Yeah, some of them are good. <laughs> Rusty Galloway is good. The, he's he's the homicide guy you'll get next. Rusty Galloway. Yeah, so that's he, a great name. He's kind of an arsehole, but but he's still awesome. <laughs> it's the same with most of them, actually. Actually, pretty much anyone called Rusty is yeah. <laughs> generally awesome. Yeah. So yeah, look forward to that. Yeah, so it's it's definitely enjoyable. I'm going to carry on with it. Sounds um, like you're not as frustrated as I thought you would be playing it. No, I'm not. I'm not really frustrated. I'm just sort of. I feel more disappointed. Yeah. Than frustrated. It's like it's, it's like if I, if I can switch my brain off to the things the gamer sort of tr- is trying to gamify the game with. Yeah. Um, I suppose there's the obvious problem sometimes of where the line is between doubt and lie. In well, the concept, there's of the a game. serious problem with that. I think a fundamental problem with their design there that they. Yeah, there's been a couple of cases where I've been sort of like, well, that's there's a bit of evidence that's sort of related, but I'm not sure it really disproves your point, kind of thing. Um, again, spoiler alert! I'm going to talk about a specific case. Well, you're so early of, in the game. Again, it's one of the early ones. It's been a long time oh no, this might be out. the first traffic one. Actually, it's about the abandoned car. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, down with by the, the railway blood. tracks. Yeah. 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 And the. Um, uh, yeah, he, he there's a you talk to the this guy in the bar basically, and it's like you ask him where Adrian is, yeah, um, and you've got a ticket in your evidence saying he went to San Francisco, yeah, um, and it's a used ticket, yeah. So you say where is he now, and it's like um, I, I don't know where it is, and it's like that was the closest bit of evidence I had to have any indication of where he knew where it was, yeah, and it's like but. 
I, but that's not right. My mind is going, you can't, and I'm not sure this is even relevant. Yeah. I don't even know if this is correct or not, whether I had to use that. Because yeah. it says, he, but it's a used stub. Why would a used stub be here? That means surely he's gone there and come back at some point. That's true. To San Francisco. So, seem so, so would I use that as a line? No. So I thought, doubt. And it goes, no, that's wrong. And it's like, but I had all the clues. And yeah. specifically said at the end of the case, you have all the clues in that ranking. And it's like, so what the hell else could I have used? So, yeah, that's so where you have to use that dumb trick, where you say lie, and then there's more co- there's more conversation, and he will say something really stupidly specific, like, you can't prove that he got on a train to San Francisco! <laughs> hint, hint! <laughs> and then you'll be like, yes, I can. <laughs> but then if he doesn't say that, you just back up, and it's supposed to, like, make him pissed off, and then make other questions uh, more difficult to get right later on in the interrogation. But I don't think that's true. No. Because, like, they kind of recorded more di- different dialogue just based on the fact that you... Oh, or would that mean that, yes, if you selected the right answer, that it would just go, no? <laughs> or does it mean that you lose a chance of... Cause, uh, depends on whether they consider the wrong chance theory. Maybe it counts as a wrong, like, to your tally, but doesn't end the conversation if you do that. I don't know. I've done it, and it hasn't counted against me in the start in the rating. Well, do you know what I mean? Because you get certain... Not not as a wrong answer of paintings, you know what I mean? Right. But a wrong in terms of the way the tone of the conversation yeah, yeah, is yeah. going. So if you were to then make an actual mistake, yeah. that the conversation would end. Possibly. Because they get Possibly. pissed off, rather than giving you a chance. To yeah. say sort of like, I don't like where this is going, so you get one more question. And, mm. and then they're sort of like, right, fine, I've had enough of you. Maybe it just skips to the, fine, I've had enough of you, if you, yeah. if you abuse that. Potentially there's a downside to using that trick. But I, th- I find it's always... But it's probably more useful it. than, yeah, than yeah. not doing it. <laughs> Because that's the thing in that interview, I think I already said, but apparently there's an interview with Brendan McNamara recently, who was mm-hmm. the main guy on this, who sounds like a total douchebag, but anyway, <laughs> uh, for the way he treated his stuff. But anyway, yeah. he just said that originally the doubt, the middle option was intimidate, not uh, doubt. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, why, said. yeah, when he, they were recording the lines with the actors, that's why he always flips out every time he chooses yeah. doubt. Because <laughs> goes a bit, I think you're holding out on me, <laughs> after you've just been really yeah. nice to this poor woman who's been poor sitting there. Poor rape victim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, why are you lying to me? No, no. Do you want me to take you down to the station for, like, uh, what is it, impedance of justice or something? I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what the phrase is, but... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the phrase now. Impedance of justice. <laughs> <laughs> impedance. Isn't impedance something from electronics? What's, yeah. the, impe- what's the impedance? Uh, is it yeah. something of resistance? <laughs> no, that would make it a bit too obvious if it was. Obstruction of justice. Yeah, it? that's it. Yeah. Anyway. Destruction <laughs> of justice. Yeah. I think I think LA is a pretty cool game. He um gets cases solved and doesn't afraid of anything. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> it? There's a there's a case near the start of the game, doesn't it, where he goes, um uh where your cop friend goes, um goes, Usually if anyone gets the shotgun out it means it's gonna end badly. Yeah. And you just get the shotgun out anyway yeah. and start blasting dudes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, there's a lot more action in it, actually, than I thought there was. Yeah, it's quite simplified, but it works. Like, yeah, there's just more, uh, you know, I had it pegged as not really having many of them, but there's tons of them, actually, There's quite a lot really. of yeah. running and car chases yeah. and, and shooting uh, bits. Yeah, I, haven't, I don't think I've had a car chase yet. Oh, yeah. really? There's quite a few car chases. They, they tend to be quite fun. Because mm. uh, you, usually your partner shoots out the tyres of the other car with his gun while you're driving along, so you have okay, to drive, yeah. kind of hover behind them. Mm. But they tend to go... Not necessarily on the streets, like through back oh, gardens yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Quite a lot. It's all scripted as well, so it's all kind of fun. He, he drives in a nice style, then, because of it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you get nicer cars as you go through the desks as well, which is kind of fun. And you can nick cars. 
Uh, yeah, you can. We requisitioned them. Yeah. <laughs> I never did that, but yeah. I've done it once. That's kind of funny. Because I was basically chasing a guy and he got in a car and it's like, my car was too far away. It was just awkwardly placed, so I just got in another one and chased a dude. It's like, fuck it, I'll smash this one up, I don't care, it's not my car. <laughs> well, I'm glad you've been playing that because that will be a contender, I think, on the older awards. So yeah. we'll be able to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, but it's got some merit for some of the awards. Yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. Uh, but given Team Bondi's demise, how likely are we to see the formula return? There'd definitely be a sequel. Because Rockstar have the, the IP. Yeah, I know Rockstar have the rights. And, and, and it made money quite a bit, I think, mm. even though it cost a fortune to create. So I think, but Team Bondi only... Uh, Is it Bondi or Bondi? Bo- Bondi, yeah. Bondi. Team Bondi only collapsed because of the scandal over the working hours and, and treatment of the... I guess. It wasn't to do with the success of the game. I don't think. It was because... They just decided to shut it down because it had a bad rep. Yeah. Oh, I don't think anyone wanted to work there after it all came out no. and stuff. Anyway. But maybe under Rockstar's um, yeah. rule it will be slightly better. Yeah, whoever they assign it to, I don't know what they'll do. With the it, sort of ready-when-it's-done approach, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I think it could be a strong IP for the future. Uh, yeah. And there's certainly things they could fix about it. An LA Noir 2 would be, would be cool. I wonder if they would have, like, this may be considered sacrilege, but if they could apply it to both a modern set, you know, a modern setting as well. So say, like, like, okay, don't kill me for saying this, but you could potentially make a good CSI licensed game. (laughs) Yeah. What if they did um, the uh, modern, uh, you know... um, the modern BBC Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yeah, like, you know. well, but there's not much interviewing, really, is there? Is there? He's just sort of no. finding shit, and he doesn't really interview people, That's true. Does he? He, he, just, he doesn't care about people, does he? No. He just, uh, yeah, just sort of looks at, like, random yeah, crap on the everything that you'd Yeah. It might work okay. good as a standard point and click, but not so much as a... Yeah. Perhaps okay. if they went... Well, no, not even Guy Ritchie's version has that much actual interviewing, does I'm it? I'm trying to think of a, of a detective series, a modern one, that is actually cool. That was the Columbo. First, the first thing I thought Listen, of. Listen, do a 70s based like, one. not modern. Though. Like, you want the interview and just go like Midsummer Murders or something. <laughs> like, never stop talking to people. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, that's not going to be. L.A. Noir is a bigger brand than Midsummer Murders. Well, yeah, but, so could you do something It's not really like a brand, though, is it? Sorry? Could you do something like The Wire, perhaps? Or what's that one on, what's the one on BBC really. that has the dude from The Wire as the lead that I can't remember the name of? Uh, Black guy. <laughs> oh him specific yeah I know but he was, he, was, he was in The Wire wasn't he and yeah then, yeah and then did this as the lead but I, I can't remember I what it's called I haven't seen it uh, it's quite good is it good yeah. I should look into I've it seen a couple, I haven't seen it all but I've seen a couple of episodes it's quite good if anyone can remember the name so we know so you know what we're talking about because <laughs> he was in um, uh, Thor wasn't he he was the gatekeeper dude. yes <laughs> he was pretty awesome he was Heimdall yeah he was awesome <laughs> he was pretty good he's probably my favourite character in that film <laughs> Stranger Bell is awesome Western marketplace. Apart from what's the face, Cat Jennings's character. They even took my iPad. Yeah, no, but Cat Jennings, not Jennings. So yeah, any other games you've been playing? Uh, I, I have been trying to think. Oh, I started playing Time Shift. Oh yeah, got round to that three pound purchase that my brother got me as on a whim yeah, from Tesco's because he saw it. He was like, <laughs> "Thanks, kids. It is appreciated." It's not as bad as I was expecting because it kind of had one of those like bad reputations, didn't it? It never sort of had a sort of it's just a wishy-washy shooter kind of thing. 
And to a degree it is, but because I went into it thinking it was just going to be, oh, it's just, just going to be a shooting, you know, like, yeah, just yeah, wash yeah, through yeah. eight hours of it, you know, it'll be fine. It's not really that bad. It's actually okay. It's harder than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But I'm playing it, I think, in sort of normal mode. Yeah. It's, um, it's actually quite tough in places. Um, but you, you basically, you know, at, at like, it plays a lot like Fear, actually. Right. Um, which is, and it looks quite a lot like Fear. It has that same sort of graphic look to it, but without Fear's atmosphere, unfortunately. Yeah. The retarded enemies constantly die through windows. No, they don't, no, it doesn't, it doesn't, yeah. window, yeah. no, it doesn't have the cool sort of ridiculous, like, over acrobatic AI that Fear had. Um, in fact, the AI in this is pretty dumb. You can sort of funnel them through, like, choke points and just murder them one by one if you want but um you know in that old school style (laughs) before ai got good (laughs) with the exception possibly of half-life there but um it's yeah it's okay so you basically like your your main tactic in any situation is push the time button and see what happens um see what you get into combat most of the time you want the slowdown because it's the most it lasts the longest and is the generally the most effective to for you to not die yeah. Um, so you run around, kill a load of dudes before that runs out, get to safety uh, quickly, uh, and then hang about, hopefully in a safe place before while your time recharges, and then do it again, <laughs> and just basically abuse it. Because you're really quite vulnerable, you die quite easily, and enemies take quite a bit of pounding, which is frustrating because your main like machine gun isn't very accurate. Oh no! So like doing it's you know it's, it's probably less accurate than Halo's assault rifle. Oh god! So it's uh, yeah, and it, and it just good. it just doesn't pack a punch either so you kind of have to have to use the time really to down people unless they're right in front of you and not shooting mm. it kind of has that old sort of game thing where people can still shoot you even though you're shooting them kind of oh, thing right, yeah. so they don't get affected by pain sometimes they do but most of the time they'll just sort of spray in your face anyway but it's, it's yeah it's interesting because I say it's, I'm not used to this level of vulnerability it's uh even in Halo sometimes you'll just die like that but most of the time you still feel a bit like a powerhouse you know it's like, yeah uh, unless you're in legendary, I guess, but it's uh, yeah, for a normal mode, surprisingly tough. Um, the worst times of this is like these are some of the biggest, like the earliest encounters in the game. Like we get quite a large sort of open area, like a park or something, and there's quite a few dudes in it. And it's like uh, get to the other side of this park, and you're like, right, how am I going to do that? Then so you just pop your head up, and they notice you, and it's like, look, fuck, well, this fight's on. Go on a quick time run, kill a load of dudes, um, and then try and hide somewhere like good luck yeah. with that <laughs> it's just, like, there's nowhere to fucking hide yeah um, in, the, in, in the open exposed in the end I basically had to use the cheap tactic of running back into the hole from whence I came and like <laughs> waiting for them to like hang around at the entrance and then activating the timer again when it recharged <laughs> and charging up there while they're all hanging around and go shotgun 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 retreat um, to your cubby hole yeah there are some funny things you can do like when you um, uh, when time is paused you can steal guns off people <laughs> so, you can, so they just stand there and you go yoink yoink and then when time starts again they're like that's my gun awesome. <laughs> and then you shoot them in the back and it also has this uh, um, like cumulative effect so any, any action or forces you uh, apply during pause <laughs> all get applied when time starts again so if you shoot a guy several times with the shotgun he goes woohoo <laughs> when time starts again like just goes absolutely flying <laughs> which is great awesome <laughs> Strangely satisfying just seeing time restart and this dude just standing there just go blah. So who made this game? You know what? I actually don't. Oh, Saber. All oh, right, okay. Um, one of Sierra's old divisions. Oh, when right, Sierra yeah. were still about. Their name, um, yeah. No, I think they got they got murdered <coughs> or something, didn't they? 
Excuse me. Uh, they got merged into something. Didn't they? Saber is still about. I can't remember what they did of late, but they—they I think they're actually on like things like Conduit and stuff like that, oh, right. or games of that type. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That sort of sci-fi yeah. edged shooter that hasn't quite made it as big as the others. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking it's interesting. The presentation's not bad. Um, there are some cool effects towards the start of the game, especially when it's raining. Because, like, rain is always a nice indication of time passing. <laughs> so, like, when you pause it, they all sort of sit in the air and get extra blobby and stuff and have, like, a refractive effect. And they're all just hanging there. And it's, it's really cool. And it's like, um, uh, my major criticism with how the sort of time mechanics work is reverse is basically useless, except for, like, pretty obvious puzzles. And the game, you only ever, the game will only ever, like, let you use it with the automatic function. Because you get those three time powers. You get slow, pause, and rewind. Yeah. Um, and normally the game will pick one for you depending on where you are. Like if you're miles away from anything, it slows down time. If you are right next to an enemy, it will pause, mm-hmm. thinking that you want to steal his gun. Um, oh, and see. if you're on a puzzle, it will rewind because generally they rewind puzzles. The puzzles. Yeah. Um, so it picks whichever one you want. But yes, yeah, so the, the weird thing is, is that the game is a bit crap at doing the rewind function. It's a bit everything goes weirdly jerky, like it hasn't remembered. Probably. Everything that's happened, or has been doing, it was remembered at a much lower frame rate than the game is actually running, which sense. is probably fair enough. But you know, it runs at 120 frames on my system, like you know, with the full 120 hertz wham, and then all the stuff is jerking about at about 15. It looks a bit odd, it's, <laughs> um, which is a shame. And they're literally only used for like crappy puzzles. I haven't tried using. You can force rewind in combat, but I bet that just undoes what you did. Probably, which yeah. is useless. Um, you might be able to get that, get away with that. Like run across an area, wait for people to spot you, and then reverse the fact that they've spotted you. But you might as well pause it, I suppose, at that point, or slow down time and just do a runner. That's true. So yeah, it doesn't really have much purpose other than obvious events. But yeah, not too bad. I'll carry on with it. It says hey, it's only a preliminary. I'm only a few hours in. Okay, it's a uh, yeah, surprisingly better than I thought it would be. Cool. So that's you then, is it? Uh. They're my major ones, yeah. Okay. Apart from Team Fortress and perhaps back to Karkin. Okay, we'll get to that, I think. Maybe. Shall we dive into... I've been playing Batman. Yeah. Batman. Batman. Yeah, let's talk about Batman. So this is Batman Arkham City, the sequel to uh, 2009's Batman Arkham Asylum. Batman. Which, uh, which you've played. Batman. You've played Arkham Asylum, right? Batman. <laughs> so you know. So yeah, it's good, surprisingly. Batman. <laughs> not unsurprisingly, it's pretty good. Uh, I didn't, it's not as good as Arkham Asylum, I don't think. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to... <laughs> Batman, Batman? Trying to work it all out. <laughs> like, obviously it's not as fresh. Like, that was pretty amazing. Because, like, what? An amazing superhero game? What? No, uh, like, like you, we happened. went into that and you were like, what is this? Who is this developer? Where actually, no, I, I, I did... I, did uh, I looked up Rocksteady at one point. They have actually done some stuff that we would have heard of before. Yeah, but still. I can't remember what it is now, so I'm going to look it up again. It was kind of out of the blue, but... um. I don't know, this new one, it's like, obviously it's gone all open world, as it were, which I'm doing air quotes, which you can't see. <laughs> um, uh, so it's it's different to, it doesn't have any of those loading pauses between the areas, like uh, on Arkham Island. You had to wait while you're going between Arkham East and Arkham North, or whatever it was. Uh, so Arkham, Arkham, Arkham. Arkham, Arkham, Arkham. But uh, you haven't got the kind of Joker uh, overseeing everything this time around, because he's just in one corner of this city, and then you've just got other... I think the idea is there's supposed to be a power struggle between the uh, the big um, villains in Arkham City, mm. which is this giant super prison 
that's been built out of an area of Gotham. Oh, that was what they did before, and that's probably why we didn't know that. It was what? Urban Chaos, oh, right, which okay. we would have known about, but we've yeah. never played. <laughs> so, but the thing is that the areas of control of these villains don't change throughout the game. It's not, like, dynamic. It's just, like, this is the Penguin's area, and this is Mr. Freeze's area, and this mm. is the Riddler's bit. This is this is the Joker's bit. So they, they kind of stay where they are. Yeah, they have territories, and then they have like goons, and you can kind of tell because the penguin guys have pe- suits, penguin logos, and the Joker guys have joke the masks, masks and all that kind of stuff. But uh, there seem to be Riddler guys everywhere. Uh, but anyway, uh, but it seems like the kind of the palette of the game is a bit more comic booky and bright, bright, less less dark, dark. and. Well, it's still, less, it's still less dark. brown and next gen. <laughs> yeah, I guess less brown and next gen. Next gen depends if you like that. I mean, it's kind of cool. Like the Joker's area is a steel mill, so it's got all Joker, you know, party lights and stuff all around <laughs> yeah. it and stuff, and all the cardboard cutout uh, fairground stuff. But then it's all bright and and uh, molten steel and everything, and all orange inside there. And then other places like are more you know, blue-tinged for, like, the Iceberg Lounge and stuff like that. But, yeah, it seems it's a bit less focused because you seem to be going between the different villains' areas a lot. Um, and uh, so, like, you start off with the Joker and stuff and, um, and uh, yeah, basically, <laughs> minus spoilers, but you get yourself slightly poisoned. Mm. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so there's a ticking clock, you know, potentially you were going to die at some point because you're poisoned. And, uh, but then you just end up going over to, in your search for the cure and stuff, you end up over and focusing mainly on the penguin for quite a bit, forgetting almost, forgetting about Joker. Because mm. in Arkham Asylum, he was like constantly on the radio, yeah, yeah, yeah. constantly you couldn't, you couldn't avoid him. taunting you, and he was talking to, um, when, when you're in those predator bits, which yeah. return again, uh, where he's you're like talking to the minions. He's talking he? to the minions. Now you've got like if you're if you're predator ising penguins dudes, then you've got the penguin talking on the intercom Predating. now. Yeah. <laughs> uh I think that is the word. Anyway. Success. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. Uh I think anyway, uh so yeah, so you don't get that constant presence of the Joker, so like his performance of the or whatever isn't so important to the game because there's kind of less of it as a consequence. Like I think it is probably a bigger game, although I can't really tell because I mean the city is big. It's in a kind of horseshoe shape, which is a bit weird. So so if you want to get from one end to the other, you have to kind of have to go you can't go point to point because there's these big walls and this restricted area in the middle that you can't get into unless you're from underneath from like the subway system. That's how you get into that area. But basically if you want to get from one side to the other, you have to go round the horn, round the horseshoe. Uh, and, uh, getting about is kind of cool. I mean, it's really dog leg parkour. Yeah. It's a dog leg. Um, it's an extreme dog leg. (laughs) Uh, um, getting about works fine. You just use the, um, uh, same grapple thing works on all the buildings uh, in in the in the open, <coughs> in the open city, mm. but this time you get this upgrade. Well, that's good enough because you can just grapple to the top of buildings and then glide Fly off them. Off, yeah. yeah, but then you get in addition to that, you get this sort of grapple boost thing where as you're zooming up to a building, you double tap A and hold, I think, and uh, he zooms up into the air mm. it pulls him up and he zooms up into the air and then you have height with okay, which to glide. Do you still like um, 
just float down with the gliding at a steady pace, or, can, or does it fly more? So the floating down is kind of the same pace, but the thing is, you can... It's a bit weird. Now you can pull the right trigger to dive bomb whenever you're in um, gliding mode. Okay. Also, you don't seem to take full damage. Like even if you fall with that, you you kind of op- you kind of parachute automatically as you oh, okay. with your yeah, cloak yeah. as you land. So you don't seem to take full. Even if you dive bomb into the ground, I think he just does a cool landing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll even damage enemies. You can do an attack oh, cool. if you land into them. So you can do drop attacks. But basically. There's this other way of extending your flight distance whereby if you dive bomb a certain amount, like a small amount, and then swoop up, it'll give you more speed. And you can actually get more height than if you didn't dive bomb. I'm not sure how that works. works But yeah, for not it's quite difficult to pull off because you need the vertical space to to be able to dive bomb. And that you can only really do that between buildings, Mm. obviously. And there's a lot of crap in the way, like lampposts and all kinds of stuff. So really, if it was an open area, which there are some in the game, in certain sort of more dreamlike sequences, more like Mm. the... um, uh, It doesn't seem to have the Scarecrow, but the Scarecrow sequences, it has an equivalent. Okay, that's uh, cool. Which is Rachel Ghoul's stuff. Raza Ghoul. Yeah, so, so he's, so he's in it. So this, yeah, so new enemies that weren't in the first one, you've got, um, the penguin is a, well, the first one you seem to get to is Harvey Dent, who is pretty lame. He, he mm-hmm. seems to be, despite the fact he seems to be the only one that uses an actual gun that could <laughs> actually kill people, you know, straight off, he seems to be like the least powerful. Like, he has an area around the courthouse, but you kind of take care of him almost immediately, <laughs> without almost any trouble. And he just looks fairly generic, Harvey Dent, you know, once yeah, yeah, yeah. his face is fucked. He doesn't seem very interesting. Because uh, often they put a bit of a spin on on them, don't they? Like, uh, I don't know, the Bane and Killer Croc and stuff had their own yeah, interpretations. Yeah, like little hints and, yeah. like, you know, obvious throwbacks to how their character is supposed to be, but with... Uh... The harder twist, twist, yeah. Yeah, so the penguin has got the... You probably have known from the trailers and stuff, but he his harder twist is that he's kind of a cockney, East <laughs> End gangster, voiced by Nolan North, apparently. And, uh, <laughs> although you wouldn't know it. This guy does everything. And uh, instead of his normal monocle, he's got the end of a beer pint glass just rammed <laughs> into his face. <laughs> it looks pretty awesome as a monocle. Huh. Like the end, he's being glassed, basically. Yeah. So that's pretty hardcore. Um, yeah, so, it's weird, because it's like, it's quite sympathetic of a lot of the villains, like, like, Mr. Freeze, he's always been quite a sympathetic character in, um, ever since, like, I don't know, the animated series Mm. episodes on him, but, you know, it's all about his wife, isn't it, Nora, and he's only evil in order to try and save her and all this stuff. So, their interpretation of Mr. Freeze is pretty cool. I like his character design, especially the suit and everything. It looks pretty funky. But he does seem to flip... No Schwarzenegger, then. No, no Schwarzenegger, although he is kind of blue, but (laughs) he's pretty cool. His voice is cool. And he's, like, because he's an awesome scientist, right? Uh, I think Victor Freeze or whatever. So, Mm. he's kind of half helping Batman and then half against him and it's all a bit weird whereas he's a bit torn yeah he's a bit torn of his own uh, reasons exactly his his own actions so it's quite sympathetic towards him and then but then Batman himself seems to be kind more of a dick this time around (laughs) less of a like a cool in control and more more of a just sort of arrogant dick sometimes especially there's that one I will murder you because I'm awesome well yeah as opposed to I will murder you because I must no, it's more like, 
Or but people no, are concerned no, no, no. about him, and he's like... I will knock you out in a dramatic fashion. <laughs> so, like, someone comes on the radio, like Alfred or Oracle or whatever, and they're like, you're, like, literally dying because you're poisoned. And he's like, fuck you, I can handle this. Mm-hmm. Sod off. It's, and Robin, like, literally comes to him. It's not the original Robin, Dick Grayson, because he's become Nightwing or something. It's, like, the new Robin or whatever. He's like, dude, do you, like, need any help? Because you're, like, literally dying. And he's like... <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Basically, I can handle this. You go back to the city and, like, visit some hospitals or some shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Give flowers to old people. Yeah, it's like, calm, calm down, Batman. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah. Um, I think a bit like Skyrim, maybe. I haven't played, but... but it's fuck. It looks really cold and like it's hmm. constantly snowing. And like I'm playing it in a room which the heating isn't the best, but it's like ah, oh, it just looks cold all the time. Does it? Does it like that in Skyrim? Not so bad. Apart from when you, it's like you spend a lot of the time not in the hills, and the transition between snow and not snow is like quite fast. Quite it's fast. not actually as big a world as it seems. So it's actually like quite sunny and nice. Yeah, it's like some areas. flowers and shit. <laughs> yeah. But this just looks like the really cold, grim city, basically. Even the water mm. in the harbour looks kind of icy. Mm. The graphic way it does look, apart from that, you know, the colour scheme being a bit more, you vibrant. know, a bit more vibrant. Uh, it does look nice. And it, I can't really... I don't know how to comment on the performance, because I'm playing it on PC, and my PC runs it fine. It mm. does occasionally jerk in the city, just when you're kind of... Like trans- a loading jerk? Yeah, kind of when you're both coming back into the city. Or I don't know what area... Or sometimes when you're flying across it, but generally in the city it'll be 60 frames just, for just me. Just general loading pauses. Yeah, yeah, probably. Point, yeah. It's probably loading stuff. If I put it on the SSD, they probably disappear. Um, but... Um, yeah, it's probably from loading rather than from... So other than the obvious frame rate improvement from sh- shifting to Xbox to PC, is it yeah. much better looking? Well, I had to... I was waiting for the patch for DirectX 11. Okay, yeah. And apparently I, I, I only bought it after that patch had come out, so I must have got that. But as soon as I turned DirectX 11 on, the performance just tanks. So mm. it's like... and So I just switched it back off, and it looks great. Hmm. Anyway, so I don't know what difference that makes. All it I does. Wonder, I wonder how much of the new DX11 tech they're using though. Like, I don't like know. Geometry tessellation could be evil. It seems but... to be a switch that halves your frame rate. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> as far as I can tell. <laughs> so I just turned that to higher frame rate, and then <laughs> I just carried on, and it looks it looks pretty cool. Cool. So the combat stuff, I'm. Like, there's a bunch of new stuff to the combat, I think, but I'm just doing it the exact same way as I was, because I knew how it worked in yeah. Arkham Asylum. So I know I can beat almost all enemies doing my insane flippy routine, <laughs> and that seems to be working fine for me. But mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of new upgrades and stuff. Like, they've taken out the throw, I think. So you know you had those two two things, you had the instant takedown and the throw. The throw, yeah. yeah. Now, now you've got... Um, the instant takedown is the same, and then you buy upgrades, and, and various ones are, like, double button, but they've also got the double buttons the other way, which are harder to press, mm-hmm. you know, on the cross. So, you, sure. so uh, yeah. Um, so the other one is, like, Bat Swarm or something that knocks everybody down, which is kind of cool. Mm. And then you've got, like, ones which are, like, instant takedown and destruction of weapons so that they can't be picked up by the oh, next person. That's cool. Stuff like that, and... 
can't remember the other one. There's a lot more to deal with guys with guns because there are quite a few more of them, I think, in mm, general. Because they're fucking irritating. Yeah, because now you've got like a disrupt- disruptor gadget that can like basically it it it, um, it disables their gun uh, and they don't know it <laughs> until they don't go to use it okay, and it changes list. their color on the um, on the uh, detective vision so that you know which one it was because they look like one of the normal enemies. Then, so uh, that leads on to another obvious question. Yeah. Detective vision. Do you leave it on? Well, I don't, but I never did in the first one, but because I prefer the graphics and stuff. But, but is it different enough to basically mean that it's like, like as they said, to try and stop people from basically just leaving it on to actually see what the game is supposed to look like? I don't know. I think, to be honest, I think it's gone the other way. I think it's like more playable with detective vision on because you can see more detail in the environment than they used to be able to because it yeah. used to like completely wash out and be mm. kind of blue. Now you can kind of see. Because it's got those kind of outliny stuff, like in ODST. Oh, right, so it's more like the visor. Yeah, and it it makes a really cool pow sound when you turn it on, even more (laughs) awesome than before, when it whooshes out and scans everything. Uh, And it is useful, but... um, I don't know. I only I still only turn it on when I'm like looking for sequence and stuff. There are some cool things, like now you've got Smoke Pellet, which is especially useful for... um, um, uh, armed enemies. You can basically do hand-to-hand combat with armed enemies if you're close to them by just dropping a smoke pellet and then they can't really see you to shoot at you. Mm. And uh, why uh, is a sh- quick shortcut to deploy the smoke pellet when enemies are shooting at you? Okay, so yeah. you don't even need to select the gadget. You just okay. press Y and it'll pow. Uh, and, and, it, and, and it obscures your vision as well, but it automatically turns on detective vision if your so vision you is obscured. Bit, yeah. yeah, so it's like you don't even have to remember to turn it on. It'll turn it on for you, which That's is kind neat. of cool. That is neat. Uh, thought, thought that one through. Yeah. There's nothing like having to go through an awkward sequence of button presses just to keep the scenario in your favour. Exactly. So they've thought a lot of that through. There's even like a uh, um, sort of dynamic tutorial. So if you've learnt a new move with your upgrades, mm. it will kind of wait until a good moment for that move and then it will p- highlight the button men- combo on your screen okay, so you yeah. know to use it. Uh, there's new stuff like thing is there's a bunch of new stuff that I haven't really worked out how to do like now there's a different way of countering knife wielding enemies because I think in the previous game you couldn't counter them you had to just stun them and then yeah you had to use a cape yeah, stun yeah a cape stun to... but now there is a you, there is a combo for countering knife wielding enemies but I think you have to like time your hits of you have to hold down the counter button while pulling the stick away from the enemy okay. and then you have to tap it as they're swiping or something. And if you do it correctly, you can even take them down once mm. you've got instantly, once you've got a, the upgrade skill. for that. So the upgrades and stuff, there's a ton of upgrades. And consequently, the menus are way less cool than they used to be. I think you may mm. have noted this. Was it you? No, I haven't this? seen the menus. The, oh, no, 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 <laughs> yeah. no, wait, yeah, it was me. Yeah, I remember in the, in the yeah. review, yeah, that they've toned down yeah. the cartoon sort of... Um, yeah. comic book styling of the menus and gone for just a sci-fi generic theme. Which is... Not not lame. And even... Uh, is lame. Is, is lame. lame. Yeah. I mean, I really like the menus of the previous one, but I guess I can see where they were coming from. But It's I think almost they... over-stylized, wasn't it, in the first one? It was cool, but, yeah. you know, if they need to show more info in the menus in this one, it's then perhaps difficult. a layer of simplification, or just a layer of, you know, just make everything faster. It can still keep it stylized, but just make everything move a bit quicker. But it, I've been playing it for a while, and it's quite confusing just how to use the menus, because, like, there seems to be two tiers. Like, you can, you can flip between pages... Mm with the left trigger and right trigger, but then there's more sections which you flip between with the left bumper and right bumper. Oh, so it starts to get quite confusing if you want to get back oh, to the so, map. So if you, like, 
uh, <coughs> a trigger would always change the top tier, but a bumper moves within a tier within the currently open. I think so. Like There's probably a logic to it. Double there. tab layer. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. So it's at least two layers of tabs and stuff. So I don't know. It doesn't just doesn't look as cool. It looked awesome yeah. in the first one. Maybe they're trying to make it be more like how Batman would see a menu, though, as opposed to because Batman probably That's wouldn't true. have a comic book. That's true. So it is like Wayne Tech, and it's all it's yeah. like it's in your um your suit system. So I guess that makes sense, <laughs> but I just don't I just don't think it's as cool. But basically the um main storyline just propels you along and uh so I'm I'm getting through it like a motherfucker. Like it's going <laughs> it's, it seems to be flying by and like I'm already like I think I'm heading for a kind of relatively final confrontation with Joker and it doesn't seem like it's been that long. But then I thought I've made myself stop and start doing some side missions because there are a bunch of side missions. I mean, are the, are the actual side missions now rather than just the Riddler stuff? Yeah, yeah. So there's actual side missions now. The Riddler stuff, there is so much of <laughs> that it just is too daunting. Like It's, I, it's like Assassin's Creed Feathers daunting. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. constantly seeing stuff that I can't be bothered to work out how to do mm. or how the hell am I supposed to get to that trophy. And there's tons of trophies and not very many riddles. Could it be one of those annoying. things? Is it going to be one of those things where it's a little, where, you know, towards the end of the game, you'll have to, <laughs> like almost how you had to handle the first one. It's like, don't bother with most of them until like, the end of the game comes When you've got the upgrades. And you've got enough to actually get them all. That's true. But then you have Rather to than them. finding one, that you, you know, it's like, oh, I've located where it, oh, shit, I can't reach that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it is actually tied to a bunch of side missions that are with the Riddler, because he's got like a bunch of hostages, and like it only unlocks the next side mission in the chain, provided you've got enough of the riddles mm. in that chain of side missions but then there are other side missions which are just unrelated so you've okay, got yeah. uh there's a bane one uh you know the dead shot who i never heard of before seems to be oh, sniping dead shot, right. seems to be this sniper dude who keeps sniping people and i have to work out what's going on there there's various ones and uh yeah they're, they're kind of fun but the main story is constantly propelling you towards the next thing and mm. i think it would be easy to just go through the game without doing any of the side stuff really mm. and then you'd be like a bit lost you know, or, or you'd have missed out on quite a bit of content well i wonder way. if it would well presumably you'd have one of those dump your back i expect it probably will yeah because yeah, there's then, so much in it it would probably have to yeah so and there was i found like a set piece the other day which i wasn't expecting a whole thing with the mad hatter um who apparently is another Batman villain? <laughs> <laughs> Who's apparently obsessed with Alice in Wonderland? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, no, I remember seeing him in the bios on the last one. Yeah, so I don't actually know anything else about him. But he actually appears in this one briefly, yeah, okay. so that's kind of cool. So they've kind of shoved in a whole bunch of, and they, they always they do a good job with their interpretations. But this seems a lot more bitty. It doesn't have this kind of overarching menace of the Joker controlling everything. Because mm. in, in the first one, it was like. Oh, yeah, okay, you had to go down and see Killer Croc and you had to fight Bane and stuff. But it was all within the context of Joker's master plan, kind of. Yeah, perhaps with the exception of the Poison Ivy stuff. That's true. That's probably the biggest, like, yeah. side thing that you have to do. So the only time I've seen Poison Ivy so far is because Bane Because an asylum obviously has to have a botanical garden. A botanical garden, actually, <laughs> yeah. Um, the only time I've seen Poison Ivy is she does have an area... Uh, like a building that's obviously hers. But the only time I've been there is as Catwoman. And there's a little bit at the start and only a couple of sections so far where you play as Catwoman. Mm. And, yeah. It's, oh, so it's woven in. I thought it was like a in. different storyline almost. But I, yeah. As far as I can tell, it's woven in. But I okay. haven't played as her for a long time, so I don't know what's going on with her, to be honest. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, but that stuff's kind of cool. I mean, 
it's just a different character, you know. She has a different method of transfer, trans, traversing, transportation, traversing the city with her like whip, and then she can climb walls and yeah, she yeah, can yeah, hang yeah, upside yeah. down and stuff, and she's got different weapons and stuff. So yeah. yeah. Any other questions? I don't really know what to say. I mean, no, it's hard to say. You know, it's it's one of those games where I think I know. You kind of know what to expect, from. yeah. Because especially if you know you've played the first one, yeah, you know, you're kind of in the same boat. And I mean, I'd, I'd, would you say like to people who haven't played Arkham City, uh, Arkham Asylum? I mean, to go straight to City, no, or play Asylum and then work to it. Yeah, I'd play Asylum. Just, I think it's actually a better game, but uh, it's not going to look that much worse. Really, necessarily. No, I don't think graphically it's changed. Yeah. To, to be honest, my well, the reason I asked you about the graphical stuff earlier is that, to me, from what I've seen from the shots and stuff, it looks identical. You know, they haven't yeah. actually done anything in terms of the tech. Well, obviously but, now you, they can render a whole city rather than individual areas. So that's well, yeah, cool, but, it's, but probably, it's probably the streamloading stuff. Exactly, there, it's the so clever it's, stuff. Yeah, I mean, the combat is kind of slicker. Like you can do double takedowns, and uh, basically, there's less. Like, they seem to have completely taken out um, all the special enemies and replaced them with new versions that are less annoying. So instead of the electric baton guys Mm. and the knife guys, you've now got... Well, knife guys you've still got, but now you've got a different way of dealing with them. them, But now you've got, like, shield guys who you can't attack directly, but you have to cape-stun them and then attack from above by double-tapping A and going on top of them. You've got dudes who are, like just really strong, like, powerful guys, and uh, you have to stun them, and then you start beating them, and then you start beating them really fast, like, <laughs> you get, and your combo goes massively up, uh, provided you can get them, but they're annoying otherwise, because you lose your combo for just attacking them normally, I think. Oh, yeah, well, um, like, like, like anything. Like, yeah, but you don't take damage, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, there's those guys. So, yeah, there's, they've, basically, they've dumped some stuff, and instead of just adding, they've like thought, well, okay. was this actually fun? Let's let's see what's what could be oh, more fun. Cool. So that's cool. So uh, but presumably they don't have the uh, sort of juice fueled the Titan dudes. Guys, yeah, I think they do appear once or twice in the in the you can ride them and oh, use. Them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but they've, got, they've not... got a few left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there is some Titan around, but they were like the the bosses of Arkham Asylum and that was one of the yeah, apart loosely, from Poison as you defi- as, as loosely as you defined a boss yeah exactly game, but, yeah. but so the, I think they've, they've attempted to rectify that so now you have proper bosses hmm. but the thing is I don't really like bosses, just in general. <laughs> I mean, I Zelda does that. Right. Yeah, as I say, I don't have a problem with bosses. They've just got to be done right. Yeah, I mean, they're done well. They're, basically, they're a lot more inventive. They're all they're individual, you know, and have their own. It's like a Zelda boss, basically, mm. in the but with your Batman controls. So, um, the first one is Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday. It's just a massive fuck off dude, basically. Hello. Uh, yeah, and then um, there's some Rachel Ghoul. Is is, a, is another boss. Is it supposed to be pronounced Rache because the film always called him Raz. I don't know. It's Rache in the game. I don't know. Oh, what they actually pronounce it? Yeah, Rache. they do. Um, Rache. Uh, and you've got Talia Ghoul as well, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think they made her super sexy for the game as well. Yeah. Uh, so that, there's a bunch of that stuff. But yeah, yeah. So there are proper boss fights now. South. The thing is, I I prefer the general combat to bosses any day. Really, I mean, it's less dramatic. Like it looks amazing, especially the Rachel mm. Ghoul fight. But I I prefer a, a, a like a massive brawl 
Like a challenge. I don't know. It depends where you go, because <coughs> I think the uh, the art of the good boss fight has been lost in games in general. Yeah. To a degree. Like, I, I, I absolutely have no problem with boss fights as a concept. I just think that everyone's got lazy with boss design um, over the last decade or so. With you know that there are there are still games out there that can that obviously show that the bosses are where the main draw lies. I mean, Dark Souls bosses are supposed to be amazing. Yeah, like to the point where they are award winning. Yeah, you know, kind of ridiculous things. You know, Shadow of the Colossus was a game whose premise was entirely boss fights. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, even uh, looking back at um, I don't know, Carragers were kind of inventive in places. You know, things like that. There, there are, you can make a good boss fight. But no one does. It's always like, yeah. shoot him till he dies. Yeah, well, this definitely has stages. Oh, and... I should have mentioned Metal Gear, because those are amazingly yeah. inventive. So this has got staged, you know, multi-stages where you have to do the same thing three times to get him to... But all just, that, all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, the classic boss trope. Yeah, exactly. And they are cool, and they look good. It's just that you have so many combat moves and stuff, and you can't really use any of them when you're in a boss fight, because it's, it's simple. There's a like, certain tactic that works, or you'll use the bat orang. Yeah, or whatever yeah. you have to do. Throw shit, yeah. Yeah, get in the right place and plant a plant a bit of explosive gel or whatever yeah. it is you have to do. And do that three times. Da, 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 da. But, yeah. yeah. No, it's cool. I, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I just don't... Just getting close to Game of the Year and I don't think it's one of my nominations necessarily. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad know. we got that out of the way at least then. Well, I'm not sure. I'll cut an hour off of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, in the, of the future cast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Is it, is it, again, like I mentioned earlier, I can't remember if it was in the before we started the cast or not. My mind is already slipping away from me. Um, but what is it, again, because of the impact thing? I think so. That, I... that it's actually just as good, but it's because it's not as fresh and out of nowhere, as you describe. It's, Possibly. Uh, that, I think... that it's just like, yeah, you know what, I want them to be a bit more. Just... Well, I just think the first one was more coherent, because it had a coherent set, set setting, mm. where, and didn't, it wasn't less, less, was less episodic. Because this one's quite episodic, it's like, oh, I've done my penguin bit, now I'm doing my... That one felt like a one night in On Arkham Asylum, mm. sort of ha- hung together better, and I liked his characterization better, it was just cool. And uh, I don't know. Do you think they've gone? Yeah, it sounds like by your description they've gone too much the other way. They've gone for a sonic clusterfuck of characters when they perhaps should have kept it kept it reined in. Maybe I mean, it's it's hard to see how they could have improved on the kind of Joker um, overarching, um, you know, plan or scheme. Concept, yeah. yeah, I don't think they could have just done the same thing again and it, and it been as good. So I can see why they've thought. Oh well, we've got all the best villains. You know, Batman has the best villains in comics. Let's just use some more of them, mm. and we'll do Penguin because he's cool and Mister Freeze. And... I can, well, you can mm. sort of, I can sort of see Rocksteady's view, like from this, because perhaps yeah. they're in a sort of like uncertain place in a way, because you know, obviously in the first game they didn't quite know. Yeah, you know, as you said, out of the blue, the only <laughs> thing they were known for before is a lesser known sort of mm. throwaway PS2 game that was fun and quite well acclaimed, but you know, yeah, not really a serious endeavour. And then they go for this full-on serious thing that's well made and properly produced and has has a big old budget behind it. And they did it with the the knowledge that that you know this may be their last, presumably. I wonder if they still have that same. 
thought in their mm-hmm. head. It's like, right, fuck it, we're going to go even more all out. All, all out, yeah. Um, and make be... every game all out because they don't know what they'll be doing next, you know, rather than a planned trilogy. And they kind of... That's good. I have a massive appreciation for that. I mean, you know, I don't particularly care. Like, I get a bit annoyed sometimes where it's like, oh, it's a planned trilogy. And it's like, okay, that means we'll get a good first game, a pad of story for the second. Yeah. And then a, and then a potentially over-epic finale. Big whoop, you know. It's sort of like, it's yeah. immediately... In terms of story and pacing and the way the games evolve, it's often warning signs. You know, Mass Effect is probably the only one that gets away from that slightly, even though Mass Effect 2 is a padding story. Yeah, it's, this uh, one, I mean, yeah, as you say, these are very individual. Like, mm-hmm. there is, a, there are links between Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. There is, like, six months later. But you could, <coughs> you could easily play Arkham City without having ever played Arkham Asylum. I okay. Think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you could. I'm not saying, I was saying that if you were. It's nice to, that they do, it's like the Bioshock thing, mm-hmm. and that you can, in theory, play Bioshock 2 without knowing yeah. anything about the first, and it's just. There's just more backstory that you know about. Exactly. And it's like when a, when a moment that comes up and almost reminisces about the previous game, you appreciate it. Yeah. It's like fan, fan service before, you know, <laughs> without knowing whether or not you're, you know, fans, I guess. It's, it's, it's strange. It's like a sort of, it's not really, I don't know what to call it really, because it's like a light fan service, I guess, isn't it? It's, it's, mm. it's just like, I suppose, as you say, coherence in the in the world. I mean, they have an advantage in that, I mean, to be honest, if you were coming fresh to Arkham City and you had no idea who the Joker was, or Batman, you'd never seen any Batman. Or yeah, you might Tom, be in trouble. Then you'd be in trouble, because, like, it, it's not going to introduce them, you know. I know, in fairness, you could probably get the history, you know, get the get the yeah. gist between them in the first few minutes of, it's like, true. Arkham Asylum. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's like, you're a bad guy, you've tricked me, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> So, yeah. and, and that he's got an evil smile. <laughs> I need more Joker. Joker's yeah. the be- one of the best things about that game. Need more. I'm going to see him now. So, but it's like more awesome Joker. Really? Say hi for me in the in the game. <laughs> but um, he does like leave you messages on occasion. But they're just like hello, four smiles from the Joker. I've yeah. got a surprise for you. Yeah, <laughs> look inside. This ominous looking crate. That that's the fun stuff because he's like. Yeah, it makes little party sounds, and then it will kill you. Like, it's literally lethal stuff. That, that's the great thing. It's like the juxtaposition of the silliness with the absolute... With the absolute murder. Yeah, the pure, unadulterated murder. Murder to kill. Mm, indeed. So that's, so that's what makes the Joker the most awesome. Yum, yum, yum. You don't have any questions about Arkham City? No, because I didn't play the first one, so I still have no reference. It's going to be the same thing that happened last year. I was going the last hour and a half. You should probably play that because um, you like Metroid. Yeah, but and it's kind of like Metroid, especially the first one. Uh, Do you like Batman at all in general? <laughs> don't really care either way. I'm yeah. Batman. Okay. Um, but he says I'm Batman. Well, now or you've got he? that. Also, does he say I'm Batman? I don't know. Maybe. I'm Batman. You get to see I Bruce everyone in, in, face. I guess in theory, in everyone in Arkham City would already know who he is because they're all evil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they automatically know who the good guy is. Yeah. Although, <laughs> I'm Batman. Yeah, we know. Shut up. It's not like I'm Daisy. Because then, then you know. Hi, I'm Daisy. She's just saying it for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. That, that is ridiculous, isn't it? It's like. 
What kind of disease is that? <laughs> like five second memory loss or something where every time you switch to the front of the cart or something you have to shout, Hi, I'm Daisy! <laughs> you should probably check out Arkham Asylum. Might get that for you on Steam, see if it's cheap. Yeah, if I play it. <laughs> it's good though. It's really good. It's I was really unsure. Uh, to be, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, you know, I, I had that sort of like, I know it's a great game, but I was unsure about whether it would be, whether I'd like it when I sort of started out. But then it doesn't take long and you're hooked because it's got that metroidiness. It's pretty damn good. It's, it's like, a good game. Yeah. In, in a way, do you think that... Actually, there's a very good, good point. Because like, Metroid kind of is, always has that coherence in its world, as you mentioned, like from the first game, you know, from Arkham Asylum, you've got yeah. that coherence of the thingy. Metroid has always had that feeling as well, with the possible exception of Prime 3 with the planet shifting. Sure, yeah. Um, um, and let's oh yeah, not even get involved in that other M. That never happened. Um yeah, but yeah. you know they, they they always have that sort of like isolation feeling. The feel is always consistent in the world, and it always has that. Um, there's always a, a sort of reason why you're there, but you just can't reach it. Mm. You know, kind of feel to it, and it's a uh, um, there's nice. So, so the fact that you know they've taken the same Metroidy approach, they've basically done a Prime Three on it almost, haven't they? There's so much to do, and there's these completely separate areas that they're the kind of feel of the game is somehow not there. Well, it is still there. I think it is still there. I wouldn't say the feel is lost. I mean, the moment you start playing, you're like, oh, I know where I am. This is awesome Batman game. I remember (laughs) this. Like, (coughs) it just, he moves the same stuff. Like, the the controls are really nice and polished and stuff. That's, you kind of, you immediately feel the quality the moment you pick up the controller, you know, with that game. Uh, so it's definitely still got that stuff, and uh, you know there's more traversal moves and stuff with new gadgets and things. So there's even more to do, things to see, people to punch in the face. Did you resolve the question of what happens when you do a ledge takedown? Because we do dis- people die? We, yeah, we were discussing whether you're checking someone off oh, yeah. and kills them or not. I've done a ledge takedown. I need to go down and like see their body in detective vision and see if they're just unconscious. That, <laughs> that would be funny. Surely that would be funny. You don't want to really get made it when uh, went unconscious. It's like, that man can't kill people. <laughs> not that <laughs> yeah. he doesn't. He's incapable of murder. Yeah. I should tell you what, that did make me laugh, actually. That bit on their lane while I was talking about, the d- guy, guy jumps off a roof. It's not a very high roof. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have given him. <laughs> 1940s, he'd like probably hadn't drunk enough milk. He had like brittle bones or something. <laughs> <laughs> or his hat weighed him down. He was wearing like a teapot on his hat or something. Like. <laughs> yeah, not very many high roofs in LA at the time. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's Batman, I think, for the time being. Batman. I might talk about it more in the game of the year. But Tell uh, Skyrim a new one, Zach. But yes, it's time for some uh, for some Skyrim. No, because I got to talk about all the stuff that I didn't talk about because I talked about Skyrim last time first. Okay. No. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I actually sort of like because I have a distaste for Skyrim and generally I don't understand all the praise. I kind of look forward to listening to the crap. <laughs> there is some more, but I, we'll have to see if I get to that. Well, that is a problem. But uh, the first thing, I think, the biggest thing that I was playing before Skyrim that I didn't get to talk about because I talked about Skyrim was there was the Terraria patch. Terraria. The 1.1, mm-hmm. which actually put in a massively large amount of new shits, which was kind of awesome, <coughs> again. And not just, like, new stuff to make, but, like, new mechanics and new bosses and stuff. So it's actually kind of super awesome now, where it's like you go... 
you have the whole progression that you had before, where it's like you dig shit up and then you get better stuff, and then eventually, <laughs> eventually you you go down like the, the you go into the like corrupted areas and destroy the shadow orbs and defeat the that boss that spawns from those. And then you go down into hell and get the hellstone and get, make the best shit. Yeah. But now that's like, that's not the end any longer. I always make the best shit. <laughs> it's like, that's not the end any longer. So you, you go down into hell and then you trigger like the hell boss, which is the wall of flesh, which it's just, it's exactly what it is. It's just like a big wall that chases you and then you just have to like shoot it while running rapidly through hell, which is actually, you have to like, you have to plan that quite a lot, because if you didn't know what was gonna, if you hadn't suspected what was going to happen, that would probably fuck you over real good, because hell is full of lava, <laughs> and lava is not fun. So you just have to hop over all the lava while... Yeah, I mean, I was thinking of like, how could you possibly do it, because, I mean, assuming you knew what was coming... Have you done this then? Yeah, I did it. So, I mean, obviously what I did was like, uh, you just use like, uh, the obsidian skin potion, so you're invincible to lava. But then, because... When you're invincible to lava, it acts just like water, and you still can't swim unless you have a specific piece of equipment. Right. The flippers for swimming. But then I discovered that if you combine the... or Well, I wasn't sure if you actually needed to combine obsidian skin and water walking, because then it just makes you walk on lava. And I was just like, what if you just had water walking? Would that still... Right. Would you still walk on lava because it just acts like water? But I'd just be on the safe side. I was like, <laughs> better use both. I want to find out that it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so basically it made, it made all the bits of lava basically made, made all the lava in hell be a conveniently flat surface for you to fight on, which was much more handy. <laughs> so you're just like, and then obviously it's the classic, like, you're shooting it and it's like firing to hurt you, and then the more damage you do to it, the faster it moves. Oh, so like the last few hit points, it's like, ah! <laughs> you're just running as fast as you can and just going, shit! And it's getting incredibly close, and then you kill it, and... Well, the, the funny thing was, I fought this entire boss fight, and I was like, fuck yeah, I, ki- I killed it. And then I stood stood still for like one second too long, and a demon knocked off my last bit of health. <laughs> it was like a randomly oh, no. spawning enemy appeared and was like, Bleh. I was like, fuck. Oh no. <laughs> Especially because obviously once I killed it, it dropped a whole load of stuff. Yeah. But then and, could you go back and get it? Well, yeah, that, that's the tr- that was the problem, because... It's actually kind of ingenious. When you kill it, it drops a whole bunch of stuff, but it like it creates like a little square room, so none of the stuff falls into lava or anything. Right. <laughs> so you can actually get it. So it like creates this little square room in hell, and I was like, yeah, and I was just about to jump into this square room, and then that demon killed me, and I was like, shit. But then the trouble is, once you defeat this hell boss, this this is the, like the next new thing. Is like the it's they call I don't know why they call it, but they call it hard mode. Where it's like the world goes into hard mode. Where basically all the randomly spawning enemies just get a lot tougher, which made going all the way back down to hell to get my shit, get that shit back, really fucking annoying. Because it's like I went, I was like running down the cave, and like the first new randomly spawning enemy came, I came across, like killed me in two hits. Oh, no. I was like, oh man, this is gonna go bad. <laughs> but I have to get all the way down to hell, and these new things can kill me that easily. <laughs> but yeah, I got down there eventually using quite a lot of health potions. It's like thank God. And then, so now it's like hard mode, and then in hard mode it has this other weird effect where you had the corrupted areas before, where it's like evil or whatever. Yeah. But now there's like the inverse, where there's like a good area, which in, in terms of like what you do, it is not actually any better because everything still fights you. It's like unicorns will just come along with murder in your face, or pixies. <laughs> Everything's just as dangerous. So you have, like, the good area on one side of the map and the evil area on the other side of the map, and that spreads underground as well. 
So, like, you can get good and evil sort of cave environments, which right. have different enemies. And then, well, I'm not entirely sure what the end game of that is. It's like, because you can talk to a, to a person in your, in one of the NPCs that you can acquire, tells you, like, what percentage of the world is good or evil. Right. And you can sort of shift it by, like, purifying it or putting shit on it or whatever, <laughs> I guess. I'm not sure if there's much point to that, but then there's also, like, from the, these new, like, harder enemies that you get in the, in, you get, like, new evil and good enemies, like the pixies and stuff, and they drop new things, and you can destroy, like, demon altars in the world, you can destroy with this special item you get for defeating that hell boss, and that generates new types of ore, mm-hmm. so you can make even more new shit. And then I think the idea is that eventually you you can collect these, like, souls from these good and evil creatures, and you can use those to craft, like, the things that trigger, like, the even more, it's like, the advanced versions of the three original bosses. So it's like, now instead of one giant floating eye, well, you can fight two! <laughs> and they're, But they're, like, tougher or something, I don't know. I haven't got to that bit yet. But yeah, there's a lot of shit to do. It's quite a lot. A lot more than in... Minecraft, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. It's not like, kill a dragon and there's credits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and they've, they've turned on Christmas mode as well, which I haven't seen. <laughs> Christmas mode. Well, it's suppo- and it also supposedly includes, like, snowy biomes now, so you can have snow-covered surface areas. Snow biome. Oh, I was going to say, there is a Christmas thing in, well, the, the, in, in the bottom of the uh, courthouse, it, Harvey Dent's courthouse in Batman, Calendar Man is in a, is in jail there mm. and you talk to him and I think he has like date based oh right so he has Christmas stuff at the moment like Dungeon Keeper <laughs> yeah yeah anyway classic is he really called Calendar Man yeah he's <laughs> one of the villains yeah Terrell he's <laughs> <laughs> probably made up in the 1940s though that's true I guess but it's like what was his e- what was his evil, evil thing I don't know something to do with dates <laughs> yeah I can, I can history your ass. <laughs> None of them have powers, really. Well, no. But yeah, he has they some have... weird mo yeah. to do with dates. Anyway, poison ivy has powers. That's true. Mister Freeze has science powers. Has science powers. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's sort of true. There's not really much else. So there's just like a lot of new bits and pieces, and it's still it's still way like sort of way nicer than Minecraft in terms of like you know you can find out how to make stuff. <laughs> yeah. no, rather in Minecraft you have to go and look at a wiki in Terraria you're just like I got a new like type of ore go to the guide guy give it to him and say what can I make out of this and it just lists everything that uses that ore and it's like that's nice see I'm kind of on your side with this I think and like this is sort of early game of the year type talk but Minecraft has been getting some attention yeah. actually and you know I'm always, I've always been a bit funny about how Minecraft seems to be gathering that sort of attention. You know, it's one of those I don't get it sort of things. But from a purely objective point of view, I kind of think Terraria is the better game. Yeah, sort of. In, in, sort like of. in, in game in terms. game terms. Yeah. As creation tool, probably not. Well, definitely not. Well, I mean, they've been trying to expand their <coughs> sort of creation the elements. Into I know, it, but you yeah. couldn't do... But then by that logic, can. does it deserve to be game of the year? <laughs> yeah, but you can't, you can't say... Rather than art product. Yeah, you can't be year. like, creative toolbox of the year. <laughs> it is a game. Well, you could, but... <laughs> Did Terraria come out this year or last year? Um, I this know. year, I, I think. think it was this year. Yeah, oh, okay. That could be a contender for something. Yeah, it might. might. 
Right. Indie game of the year. <laughs> no, Space Game. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Black like shit. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I like it, but, you know, having not played it, but it's like, no. You haven't played either of them? <laughs> no. So, yeah. I'd still give it to Raria any day over Space Game. I haven't played that for quite a while. I probably should. Maybe because I need to write that guide. Hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah hasn't been, to that hasn't been happening. You are the Space God God. Yeah, space exactly. Game God, even People are, space it's God. like, there's still hits on it, and I'm like, oh no. And I, I'll have to write a, like, a comedy intro blurb to it that's like, a year after the game's release, <laughs> I finally managed to write some more of this guide. <laughs> It's so useful. <laughs> you really don't have an excuse, is the other thing. <laughs> I do. It's like other shit that I'm more interested in doing. That's a good thing. <laughs> playing Skyrim. No, not playing Skyrim. In fact, not playing Skyrim. I haven't been much. But anyway, not talking about that yet still, because there's a couple more things. Okay. I wanted to talk about a couple of them. <laughs> Wait, there's more. Sort of quickly, in a short, shorter kind of way, about some of the stuff that was in that humble indie bundle. Yeah. Because I installed Cave Story and Bitrip Runner. Mm-hmm. And Bitrip Runner is kind of funny. It kind of awesome. Bitrip, well, you know, Bitrip Beat was cool. Yeah. Bitrip Runner is kind of cool. It's just vib ribbon. Apart from you can't put it in your own music. I don't mind it being Metro Cross, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess, but... Dum, 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 dum. But Metro Cross wasn't rhythm-based. True. Dum, dum, dum. Be. Metro Cross was just reaction-based. Oh, but Runner, is, Runner still keeps the rhythm theme, does it? Yeah, basically. Oh, cool. It's all about the like... And it's actually kind of weird. I'm not sure if it's intentional, but, like, as you go through the level, you pick up the things that, like, enhance the music... Yeah. It like adds layers to the music track that makes it more funky or whatever. And um I'm not sure whether it's intentional, but the last one where you get there's like five per level or whatever, and when you hit the last one, it actually like super washes out the music. And that makes it a lot harder because you can suddenly lose the beatiness yeah. of it. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's intentional or whether it's just sort of a cool coolness factor. Yeah. When you're on a hella multiplayer or something, it makes it harder by Yeah. Removing the sound. I'm not sure if that's just meant to be awesome or whether that's actually intentionally gameplay. So what's Nega like? Is it, have they still got the the Nega concept? No, it's oh. just like if you hit any obstacle, you just go back to the start. <laughs> we can't count this either because I suppose it's not this year, is it? Really, Runner. I said the PC no. version, I think, might have been this year, but it was on Wii a long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago, long ass time. So yeah, that's kind of funky, and I just like some of the some of the like musical. <coughs> it's the it's the classic sort of. Like chiptune but not quite. Although one of the things that annoys me about it is like, there's one of the tunes that I like the most, and it, it, it's got those five stages as you pick up the five parrots where it, get, it enhances the music. And like the fourth stage of that music is like super funky, but then you get the fifth one and it just washes out. It's like ah. Oh. <laughs> And normally the, the distance between like the fourth and fifth power up for some reason is really short, so you don't even get the awesome funky fourth version for very long. It's like, oh no! Like in Generations, Sonic Generations, where if you're boosting and doing really well, then it just washes out the music. <laughs> yeah, but then again, it's, it like, it's the classic thing, like in the Game Boy DS Sonics, where it's like music is obscured by so much shit anyway. That's true. <laughs> that's that's like, true. <laughs> most of the time, you're not barely hearing it. So that was that, and then there was Cave Story, which I'd heard was good, and it's also ancient. <laughs> and on the Wii. Not as ancient as it looks, Well, though. I thought this is the Plus version, though, isn't it? Which I thought was just fairly new. Yeah, but it's not really... It's not... It's like a, a remake. Yeah, it's like. just, like, improved 
graph improved sprites and remastered music or whatever. Which is also funky. That's really, that's one of the classic sort of games that I like because it's just like chip tunes and pixel art lol. Woo, that's all I want. What was that one? That never came out yet, did it? The one about the, um, that's a 2D platformer but with the for what with, the fez with the, with the yeah that's it fez yeah that still hasn't come out that still hasn't come out i'm quite looking forward to that yeah i've been it's like the more you see it it's like this could be kind of awesome for yeah. a puzzly kind of jumpy game <laughs> yeah i want to say and it sounds it good as well yeah weirdly like you know nicely atmospheric and yeah so yeah that's that case story is not really much to say about it. it's just like a metroid kind of game you run around and shoot shit and it has different guns. Although it has a kind of weird system for the guns where you you collect like a new gun, but you buy you when you kill enemies they drop like experience or whatever. It's just like a triangle, <laughs> and you collect that and, and then that fills up a bar and then that levels up your gun when you get enough of it. And you can like go up to level three on each, each gun has three different versions basically as it powers up. But then when you when you take damage, it knocks some of the energy out of your gun as well, so they can level down if mm. you're taking too too many hits. Mm. So it's sort of like you have to find which weapons work better in certain situations. Although protect your guns, yeah, and you have to preserve your. It's like always never use the missile launcher in general combat. Always save that for bosses, so you can just offload as many missiles and as much damage as you can <laughs> as soon as you get to a boss fight. <laughs> Naturally, explosions. <laughs> it's all you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess that's everything else that I need to talk about. I'm sure there's something else. Maybe we should mention shortly some some of the Team Fortress. Cause back to Carthage. Like a new level. A new level of Team Fortress. New yeah. map. There's been a whole new map. Actually, oh, you, 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 we were, it's, uh, yeah, you were, like, didn't really sell it to me at first. <laughs> well, it's, it's just fast lane. <laughs> Foundry. The know. style is it in Foundry. Like... It's like semi-industrial. No, it's a Valve map. So it's a Valve map. Though. Yeah. yeah, it's an actual Valve map for once. But they've just ripped off fast lane, basically. It is, well, it's kind of fast lane, but with a bit more, a few more bends and a few more routes. It's... I don't know about more. Well, it's still got three, I Yeah, it's still the sort of three yeah. doors into the, the middle the, area. The three prongs. I don't know, I... I I actually think I prefer it more. I quite liked Fastlane, but I think I prefer Foundry more than I like Fastlane. So far, it's been pretty good. The last, you have a few problems with the last point being quite impossible to defend. Yeah, it's because it's like, there's only one spawn, and, well, it's basically you have the spawn door, and then you have two ramps that go up from either side of the spawn door, and the point is in the middle. Right. And because it's a slope, that naturally gives you the classic Problem where it's like you spare, clip spare. on the edge or whatever, like you're trying to walk onto the point, but you have to walk all the way up to the top of the slope until you because you can't walk over that polygon edge or whatever. Right. So it has the classic problem of get on the goddamn point. Oh wait, I can't because I didn't quite jump high enough to make it over that ledge because I was trying to get there quicker than just walking up it. Be disciplined. And obviously, really easy to for the enemies to like lock you into spawn basically because there's only that one door. Yeah. Spam the hole. Or they can just shoot down the two sides. Yeah, because there's not, there's not really any spawn protection at that point. <coughs> or if they have demo men, they can just grenade down those. Yeah, yeah sticky the shit out of it. Yeah. Don't really like that last room. Yeah, it's okay. I've not really experienced too much of the problem so far, but I can see how it could happen. 
Well, we did have one, and we did have at least one game where we actually had an epic defense on that last yeah, play, where we, it lasted we, forever. Yeah, we, got, we got the achievements of pushing them back. There's, 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 <laughs> well, there's it's like that was the first. To... Wasn't that really the first round we joined, where it's like pretty much just us joining turned the tide? <laughs> yeah, it seemed that way. Yeah, it was to like get pushed back to your last point, but then win the game. Okay. Or capture them back in one swoop to win the game again. So it's like a. Yeah, we got that achievement. Yeah, there's, there's level-specific achievements for this new level. Yeah, oh, cool. which are a bit confusing because they get added to your general list and don't mention that they're specific to that level. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, it just says all, do that. Yeah, yeah. So all the new all the new ones are for that level only. Be be warned. You can't just get them. It's cool though. More maps for uh, tier <laughs> two, more official maps. Yeah. And all even for if that. It, even if it is just one. But and, yeah, it's all right. I quite like it. And more stupid other weapons and crap. They made another round of the like the techno weapons, the oh, right. workshop, whatever. Grobbert or something. Yeah. yeah. For like Pyro it. and Engineer. Oh yeah. The Engineer one sounds a bit ridiculous. Or one well, of the Pyro engineers. one is so funny. Well the Pyro one is ludicrously overpowered at the moment. That's gonna yeah. get severely nerfed. What is it? Well basically it's you super have a long range at first. Yeah, you have this is... fake throw which has a bizarrely long range, which is the first thing that's annoying about it. But, There's a big red glow as well as the other thing, which is hard to spot just how far the range is. <laughs> well, the thing is, like... And it's red for both teams. Yeah, that is kind of dumb. It's, it's kind red of for both teams. But... I, it's like, that's the alt fire. What does the normal fire look like? Because I don't think I've ever seen anyone not using the Wait, alt that's, fire. That's the alt fire. Well, because the whole idea of it is to use that... Because it doesn't have an air burst. Yeah. And the whole idea is that using that alt fire to kill people is what charges up your... Your thing. Oh, I thought the alt fire just charged it like passively rather than actually firing, and that that is the primary fire that we're seeing. Well, then how would you? That's what? how I interpreted it anyway. <laughs> well, I don't know because we haven't actually used this weapon. No, we have to get it somehow. But so it's not craftable or obtainable yet, is it? No, they've only just put the community ones in. No, crafting, so, so, so it's only in the. You, know, you still have to buy it at the moment. But a lot of people seem to have bought it. Yeah, probably because it's so lucrative. Had but anyway, so you're you're using this flamethrower thing. And then it's sort of like in the same vein of the soldier buff banner thing. You're building up a bar mm. as you kill people with it. And then when you trigger that, you, you trigger it by, like, taunting. And that recharges your health and gives you crits for, like, some time. Oh, okay. And that is just ludicrously overpowered. Yeah. I literally saw it was like a pyro was hitting a heavy. To die. Shooting him with the vapor, and he charged off his thing, and he did the taunt to activate it, which obviously restores his health, and the heavy's standing point blank shooting him with a minigun, and he doesn't die, and then crits the heavy to death. And it's like, that should not be possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that seems a bit overbad. What's the engineer thing, then? The engineer, one, well, I can't actually remember the other two engineers, but the wrench engineer thing sounds really funny, because it's just like, you taunt, and it teleports you back to spawn. Oh, cool. Oh, that's awesome. But it it removes the ability to carry buildings. Yeah, yeah. No, so you can't carry, carry the buildings, but you can get straight back to spawn oh, if you want to cool. <laughs> fuck yeah. with your teleporters or whatever. So you can be like a, a brush engineer or whatever. Yeah. Offensive engineer. You don't have to bother setting up your initial teleporter at spawn and then you can get the important things up and then teleport back to spawn and then deploy your entrance and just teleport back to where you were. <laughs> yeah, cunning. No, that's great. So that seems kind of funny. I have, don't think I've ever actually seen anyone use that though, or at least not intentionally. I think no, I, I saw someone who unlocked. I think I seen someone who had it, and then he just like walked down the sword and then teleported straight down the sword just because he was testing it. Yeah. But I can't remember what the other we- engineer weapons were that go with that set. That'd be quite good for Captain Flag if you just plant your shit on your flag 
and then you just go run around. Yeah, you can actually go away. Well, and then whenever someone... Yeah, I guess because it, it's quite near your spawn or base capture the flag, yeah. I guess. The other pyro one is the extinguish gun, isn't it? Yeah, not sure how that works exactly either. That has the ability to suck the flames off people. Um, but it's which, still a projectile somehow. Well, yeah, but that but well, it's sort of weird. The when I've seen it, it seems to it looks like the uh, the flames are being pulled off my character into the gun hmm. as an effect, which looked really cool actually. <laughs> um, but I haven't quite worked out. It's got some like effect, doesn't it? Where you could, the more the the more flame you suck off people, the more crits it awards to the gun. Yeah. Um, which seems like another ludicrous way to get fires to get crits. But I, think, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've seen it fired. I've seen it sucking. Yeah, but I haven't seen it fired yet, so it's hard to tell how it actually acts. I've but, seen the engineered one, the engineer one fired, which is just like another sparkly projectile. Really, yeah. <laughs> don't know what that one does. Oh wait, no, I do know what that one does. If you hit a medic with it, it knocks off ten percent of their overcharge. Ah, yeah, which is maybe yeah. quite powerful, but I'm not sure. And Depends 20% how of a spy's cloak. Yeah. Depends how accurate, you know, or how rapid fire. I'm sure it's like flare speed or whatever. So it could be quite cool for, yeah, as I say, the NG, it's like an NG spy check thing almost in a way, because if there's like a cloaked spy nearby and you just happen to hit him with this thing, chances of him decloaking right in front of you are nice and obvious. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. But I just think, surely it's going to be a bit like, maybe it's, it's another one of those things where you think as soon as there's going to be more than one engineer, it might become super overpowered. Because it's just like, if they had a sentry nest, they wouldn't even, if there was an Uber, they wouldn't even have to bother repairing the sentry. They could just shoot the Uber and it'd make it end super fast. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. Assuming it affects, because it just says it knocks 10% off. Oh, uh, yeah. I if it works on active Ubers, yeah. not just the stored charge. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. I doubt it would. You'd hope not, because otherwise that'd be a bit ridiculous. Yeah, I doubt it would. <laughs> Just seems a bit weird. And there's various Christmas-themed weaponry as yeah, well. like guns with lights on. Well, not just guns with lights on, but like the scout gets another Christmas melee weapon, which is like a roll of wrapping paper that shoots baubles. <laughs> That's sweet. <laughs> that is cool. Oh, I assume it doesn't shoot balls. I assume it's like a replacement for the baseball, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but they that's something. It's like the baubles cause bleeding damage in a splash effect or something. I don't think I've ever seen anyone get hit by that, though, because it must be quite a small area, like the flare explosion, presumably. I've not even seen it at all. So. <laughs> and that's Team Fortress. That's Team Fortress 2. I guess. And Ooh. then Back to Karkin came out, and we didn't play it very much. Well, no, because we couldn't... Because, we, as usual, we can't we, find good servers. We were having a bit of a fail night in general. It was just not behaving, really. And even when we got on the levels, though, the, the, we what was it? We got on Golf of Oman. Well, we did sort of play all of them once. Yeah, oh, basically, wait, I don't think we did play Karkand. We didn't actually play Karkand. No, no <laughs> Strike at Karkand, I think, was the one we missed. I played Karkand um, at some other time. We got Golf of Oman. What was the other one? Sharky Peninsula. Sharky Peninsula. Oh yeah, that's one of the TV stations. And Wake and, and and Wake. Wake, I actually really enjoy. That, that, that was okay. Wake is still classic. You know, they scaled it up a bit. Or is it no, it's about the same size. Same. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I still I thought Wake was quite good fun, even if it is a bit. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's still right. Yeah, yeah. That's why it keeps getting included in all the games because it works. <laughs> I always preferred um, Midway to Wake on them. Um, yeah, Midway was good. Yeah, Wake. I think is just yeah, it's just a classic though, isn't it? Everyone yeah. knows it. Um, so that works quite well. The other two that we managed to play, I really don't like. Really, really hate them. I didn't really get. It's like I, the only reason I sort of enjoyed Golf of Oman was because it's a good place for jet combat. 
<laughs> I didn't really get get a sense of what the actual level of golf of Oman is because I never really got past the beach or, no. or sitting on the carrier. <laughs> no, I know what you mean everything is on the beach. They're like, like not this... just the same as they were in Battlefield Two. Well, yeah, I assume they, 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 are. they are, but they're just there's something about the mechanics of Battlefield Three applied to these levels that just mean that it's a clusterfuck. Well, I just think there's too the many time. vehicles on. Yeah, there's vehicles everywhere. People are coming up behind you. You never know where you're getting shot from. It's everything I hate about that style of game. <laughs> Like, in those things. Because it's, it's just it's, like... It's like a complete... It's a concentration of all the shit bits of Battlefield, rather like, than all the good bits. It's just four capture points in a row on a beach. And because it's a beach, there's no cover sideways. Yeah. You can just yeah. drive straight between them. So the all the vehicles, vehicles, the vehicles just like travel power. from one yeah. end of the beach to the other, capturing all the points, and then they get recaptured by, like, one infantry guy who hid. <laughs> so it's just, like, constant procession of vehicles driving backwards and forwards. It's and if you're trying to make it down through this landing, you're fucked. Because <laughs> it's weird, because it's both awesome and bad to be in vehicles at the same time. They've made it so it's like, um, when I ever got in a vehicle, I immediately got spotted by about five others that just happened to swarm on me, so I got killed immediately. Yeah. Or there'd be an insanely good chopper pilot who'd just send a couple of rockets my way, and that would take out my tank. Yeah. It's like, fuck, how did you be that accurate from that distance with a chopper, you bastard? <laughs> they're like, they're inherently inaccurate things. It's sort like, kind of. Yeah, they have a sort of... Well, I, did notice in one, I did notice There's... in one of the patch notes they said they, fi- they fixed the predictive aiming sites. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they were rubbish. Well, I... I mean, I hadn't really piloted at all, but I I understood what they I were trying to do. Flares, so me piloting a chopper is awful. <laughs> but it's, 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 it's impossible to earn points in a chopper unless you're like get in the gunner seat. No one ever. There's always someone in the gunner seat, or the all the choppers are those shitty transport ones that get shot out of the sky in like two seconds. I've only ever seen one someone do well in those choppers once. Like, literally once, where they were on a proper run where they had gunners each side and they were actually taking down infantry well. Well, you need the, you need the classic sit in the seat and repair the chopper as it's flying plan. <laughs> well, the, yeah, that, that always helps. helps. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do like the fact they've made jets so they're more effective against choppers. Suppose. Which, no, I've noticed it, because I was taking quite a lot of choppers down the other night just by using the machine gun on them. It's, it's quite a lot more effective. Because mm. you can just disable the choppers now. You don't outright destroy them in a pass. Generally, that's really that's still pretty tough, but you disable them and then they crash. So you might not get the kills, but you get the destroyeds. Um, and you take out the threat to your team. Yeah. So jet against, and I think that's right because the balance that makes sense. You know, you're using the bloody death dot on a chopper on a, on a jet, and it's like a chopper's armed of anti air is still quite a threat to jets. So I don't know. I think it's a nice balancing thing. It's it's kind of cool. I wish ground based anti air, well, infantry based anti air, still needs a buff because it's fucking impossible. You can't fire fast enough to defeat the flare recharge rate. Yeah. Like by the time you've put got a lock, fired it, dropped that thing, got a new one, and then relocked, they've already got their flares back. <laughs> flare charge is quite a long time on the jets. Well, and also it's doubly the same problem now that everyone also has. Have upgraded from flares to ECM, so you can't even do laser locks or anything, mm-hmm. which is super annoying. There was a couple of times where there was just like uh, where we were playing, and it was just like two jet pilots were just owning the sky because nothing could hit them. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as anyone locked them, it was all just they were just flaring it off. Maybe if it's like jets of stealth that make the anti-air like ineffective. Yeah, that probably helps. I don't know. I wasn't didn't really see there. They didn't kill me, of course, because yeah. I was just a dude, <laughs> so I didn't see what they had. <laughs> but you can see the ECM, because it looks different from the flares, obviously. 
so jets are really hard to use to start off with, but then if you play them enough, they become invulnerable. Seems like it. Yeah, as soon as I got stealth, things got like got, as soon as you get flares, things are like, <laughs> well. Obviously, as soon as you get flares. Yeah, flares basically just make them usable. Um, as soon as you get that, then you're then you're okay. But but you like, can make honest, them since, I've, since I've had stealth, things have been a lot easier. Hmm. And then the last map is that Sharky Peninsula, which. I, I, I don't mind defending the TV station. That was probably the only thing I enjoyed about that. The, the, my, as I tried to explain earlier, my problem is that it's a clusterfuck. People just come from everywhere. You get shot from anywhere. And it's... Wait, just, I don't know. Th- there's less of a flow to how you go through the level. And because of that, you can't really predict where anyone is. And you just end up getting shot in the back all the time. Well, it's like that. I, didn't, I just didn't enjoy it. It's because it's Conquest Assault. Mm. It, it That sort of game mode relies a lot more on the back catching. Yeah, because it's like the the advancing force pushes in initially, to and then someone has to go round yeah. and recap one of the back points, so you don't just get crushed. The problem I found with it is that a lot of that, the design of that level in general is that there's not actually many decent routes into the city no. that don't go through the forward positions. Yeah, so the back capping opportunities are quite limited. Yeah, unless you like chopper in. Yeah, and some of the spawn points for some of the vehicles are a bit ridiculous as well. Like this, one of the the defending team's uh, choppers spawns on a building that's really easily visible from everywhere. And then you get accused of base rape. Because tanks are just shooting shells onto tanks are just shooting, yeah, as, soon as, as soon as it spawns. Um, that's a dumb position. Well, but then again, that, like, there was that, when we were playing that game of Sharky, there was that, that epic chopper battle where there was just like, one chopper fighter who was just owning everything on yeah, the goddamn he, map he, and no one else could get anywhere near the other chopper because he'd just destroy it on the t- launch pad every time. He was fucking evil, that guy. It was really annoying. <coughs> That's Battlefield. We the need to play tyranny more of that, of choppers. Yeah, so, um, I'm, yeah, as I say, I'm not enjoying the new stuff yet, really. I don't, I don't mind the concept of assignments, though. That's, oh, and the Famous. We have, <laughs> yeah, we can't they need, nerf, they need to nerf the Famous. You see, there's a lot of... <laughs> new weapons. Yeah, it's all like, the, the forums are nice, are, are, are a, a massive flame war over the Famous, because it's like, a, a lot of the people that use it are obviously going, don't nerf it, it's it's fine, seriously. There, there are downsides to using it. Basically, the way the Famous is balanced is that it fires a lot faster and mm-hmm. doesn't lose its accuracy so much in, in the burst, from what I've read. Um, and that's why it's anyone before they have the chance to get their bullets off. Um, so in a one-on-one battle, the Famous will always win, mm-hmm. which is irritating, because most of your fights are one-on-ones. Most of them in battle fight in battlefield tend to be like a one-on-one. You can retreat to reload, go into another one. Mm. This is, um, it's just how it, how, how it happens. Um, but its accuracy is insane over over incredible distance, so you can get picked off really quite easy with a famous acting like a sniper rifle, right. as well as this limitation, which isn't much of a limitation. So, I think we yeah we're definitely on the side of OP. I think because it's just mean, yeah. it's properly mean. I couldn't. Well, it's like pretty much every time I got into a fight and lost, it was because of the famous. Well, it's like you know, every time, and I know people are using it because it's new, which is the, this is the well, other argument. It's like everyone is using it not because, necessarily because it's overpowered, but because it's new. But I honestly think it feels overpowered. Well, it was like the F two thousand that assault machine gun, which was the other popular. That was choice. the one that was. But now I don't think I've seen that since. So it's no, just been famous all the time. I, I haven't seen it since the famous came out. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, I, I sincerely hope that gets nerfed because although there's a lot of love for it in the forums as much as there is hate uh, I no well that's, always, <laughs> Just that's no. always going to be the case yeah because yeah, people love it because it's overpowered it's like the night vision thing yeah 
Well, I actually quite liked the night vision. I thought that was okay. Well, they nerfed it to make it because oh, yeah, everyone was using it all the time. I don't like it so much now. I think, <laughs> I think it was fine as it was, to be honest. Because it was quite restrictive because it didn't offer you any zoom or anything. So was... They nerfed my goddamn shotgun frag rounds. <laughs> they probably were a bit ridiculous. It's like they don't. I never do... used them, so I don't know. Well, it's... I think the problem with them was that they don't. They don't necessarily do very much damage. They do a shit ton of suppression, and I have the squad suppression thing, so I just do ludicrous suppression with them. But the main problem with them is that they act like they act like a like a slug that explodes. It's like you can fire long distance and they arc, mm. so you can fire. You don't have to be that accurate. You're just firing at an area, and you're causing explosions. At an area in the distance with a shotgun, <laughs> which is maybe slightly ridiculous. That's a bit weird. And obviously, you can use that to like shoot around corners or whatever, because you're just aiming splash damage on the corner and shooting people. Or like the one, the one, the classic one that I did was like, I knew there was someone in a building above me, so I was just shooting onto the edge of the window, and that explosion was catching him inside the room. <laughs> Holy crap! You know what? What? You're gonna have no time to talk Skyrim. Yeah, I know. Luckily, I think I'm going to summarize it very rapidly. Do so now. You have, like, seven minutes. <laughs> well, it's like, so the thing that I've sort of discovered, the more that I've been playing it, is like... Skyrim time. <laughs> it's totally not an RPG at all. There's no role you play unless the role you're playing is a bastard who somehow saves the world. <laughs> because you don't have any choices. It's like, I got to the bit where the bit where I knew it was going to be the Thieves Guild bit. Because they have, they're basically isolated into one city or whatever. So presumably there's going to be, there's the, I know also I'm coming up to the Majors College bit, which is another city, and presumably there's a Dark Brotherhood city. <laughs> so, I, so I knew it was coming, so I was like, okay, Thieves Guild City is going to come up, and I'm going to not be a bastard and not be a thief. So you walk into the city, and basically the first guy you meet is like, hey, thief. he's like, hey, do you want to help me, like, it, like um, incriminate this guy by planting a stolen ring on him? And it's like, no! <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> but yeah. unfortunately, you can't say no. It's just like, you don't actually have any real dialogue options to refuse it. It's just like, you can quit out of the conversation, because you can do that at any time in, like, the Skype. You just press tab and abort the conversation. And yeah. he's like, I'll be here when you're ready. It's like, I don't want to do that! <laughs> so, but is it essential to the story progression? Well, no, it's a side, it's a string of side quests, but it's like, that's just a big chunk of content in the so game that I <laughs> So they haven't basically done a Mass Effect thing where you can sort of opt out of it or choose a different branch for that by just saying no and trying to paragon your way out of it. Yeah, it's like, then. there should be an alternate version of the same mission. So it do, should do be, because think... there are some, like... Right, incriminate the thief instead. Yeah, there are some missions where it's like, do this or this. It's like why it would be nice if the, if these like side quests actually had a because to- they the people in this town talk about oh there's this like uber like the mob family or whatever basically who like they control everything and you can't take them down it's like so why is the alternate to the thieves guild quest where you're getting getting in good with these guys why is not the thieves guild quest to, like incriminate them by doing the same quest of like nicking shit but then deliberately planting evidence that, mm. or something. <laughs> What do you think makes an RPG then? Do you think it's meaningful choices to do with your alignment or leveling? Well, well this is the weird thing because, like, <laughs> yeah, like, you, you could, could argue get... that Final Fantasy doesn't give you a choice, choice, but it has leveling. But it has yeah. a good story, and so the story an is the main. And it's not, it's not like side quests, isn't it? Because these aren't main story quests; they're side yeah. quests. But there's. 
there's no options to them. I think the, the thing you've got to keep in perspective with the concept of an RPG is that just because you're playing a role doesn't necessarily mean that you're playing yourself. <laughs> you know, or you're playing a persona that you want. It's like you're playing. It's like acting. Yeah, but in a way, like, isn't it? You're 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 essentially role playing the that guy. Yeah, but you're the whole role, idea you're not of role playing the, you necessarily. The whole idea of like the Skyrim storyline and the character creation and everything is you are just a totally blank slate at the start. You can skill up in whatever you want just by doing it and becoming who you want. I know it's weird. It is kind of <laughs> awkward, isn't it? Because uh, you know, a tr- an RPG in the sense doesn't have to fall into that. But yes, the scope in which the game tries to present itself. Is the type of you know I am who I am, and, and also this, as we, this is my world, bitches. And also, as we mentioned before, the classic dissonance of like you can be a physical bastard, but you're still saving the world in the yeah. end. Because yeah. <laughs> if you look at Deus Ex: Human Revolution, that does give you alignment-based choices, but there's no leveling or stuff. Is that an RPG? You see, you start. It's like what? Well, is the choices RPG do sometimes anything? matter. That's the other yeah. thing. Where it's like they do. It's not like because in Skyrim, if there was a choice, then it would be different. But there isn't a choice. So you, there's no alternate path. So in that respect, it's not as good as Fallout. Mm, well, I don't know. Fallout had some kind of similar things. Uh, there, I mean, I think in Fallout, probably there were a lot more cases. But then again, in Fallout, they weren't, you didn't necessarily have proper side quest mission strings. They were all just like random things. <coughs> okay, they, did, they didn't often cause a chain of it. There wasn't really a... They weren't really side stories. Mm. It was just like side stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All individual. Yeah. Well, some of them were linked up, but not not so much with a big story. Mm. Well, I mean, obviously, the Thieves Guild is quite an important thing in the oblivion sort of that universe. Mm. It's quite a big deal. Mm. And like the end result of the Thieves Guild chain is like bringing them back to power or whatever. Or something. I don't know, I didn't do it. <laughs> so I was like, fuck you, Thieves Guild. I'm going to carry on with the main story, I guess. Because I can't do your shit. Not going to see half his game. Whatever. Because I'm not evil. Yeah. Damn it. And then, so there's two more things. How much time have I got? Three minutes. Much. Enough. Two more things that I want to say that are super annoying. <laughs> One of them is the dragons are actually not cool at all. They're just really fucking annoying. Like, you can't fast travel to two different places on the map without another goddamn dragon turning up. It's like, fuck off! And then there was one time where I was travelling around and two dragons turned up at the same time! It's like, god damn it, this is just really inconvenient and annoying. It's like, they're not not, not even that dangerous. So they get, like, boring to fight, then? Yeah, well, they're already quite boring to fight. It's not like, they're not the amazing big deal that everyone sort of made them out to be originally. They're not like, holy shit, dragons. No, it's just like, like, shit, dragons. Shoot at them with arrows until they land and then run up and stab them in the face until they take off and then shoot them with arrows until they land and then stab them in the face until they die. (laughs) Not complicated. (laughs) And then the other thing, what was the other thing? Oh shit, I might have forgotten. Two minutes. No. So, (laughs) I know, I've got this final point. Fucked myself up. The dragons are really annoying. Was it about dungeons? Was it about dungeons? I don't know. Dungeons and dragons. I'll ask you. Yeah. That kind. <laughs> the crowning moment of Zack's criticism of Skyrim is something I can't remember. God damn it. Anyway, um Yeah, I guess. I, I will be playing that game, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think my brother's getting it for me for good reason. Because he's a massive fan. Yeah. Uh, Along with the rest of the world giving it game of the year. Apparently. Uh, uh, I think I've made my point. <laughs> A moaning base point. No. Yes. A base point? 
No need base. So we got a game of the year. Game of the year next time. Yes, our next podcast will be a game of the year. Uh, with various awards, which we will make up on the we, day, we'll yeah, basically. So look forward to that business. It should be crazy. I still need to make a theme tune. Do you really though? Well, we didn't last year. No. Okay. How many games of this year have we actually played that like more than one of us have played? Some, some. But it's not like last time we didn't have everyone not playing the same thing. Like we played like two one, and we all played that. <laughs> Meat Boy was like the one thing that the other one thing that we all, played. We all we've played. all played Sonic Generations. I haven't played that. Oh, yet. did you not play it? I thought not you had to go. Not yet. Oh. I might we have to do have that before next week. <laughs> okay. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, I do know how that works. Yeah, it's Sonic, and it's in the Steam sale. Five pounds off. Thanks for joining us. Join us again for Game of the Year. And if not, then join us next year for more podcasts about video games. <laughs> Here on the Salacast. Bye. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, what the fuck? That's a bit much.